This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we got suspensions akimbo. We got some Olympic updates. And who the hell is going to get Marc-Andre Fleury now? Doesn't seem like the two places that wanted him are going to get him. How about that? Face Off Hockey Show. Right about now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hey, Scotty Waz here. Johnny P there. I'm trying a new wax uh, wax cube for my little wax warmer. Wax uh, on, wax off. Exactly. It's called Enchanted. It's blackberry and patchouli. Um, this is what I think your Mantown candle might smell like. Uh, yeah. All do right. you have the Mantown candle? I do. They're all upstairs. Nice. I don't think I've uh, I don't think I've lit any of them. You burn one for the show once, or when I we was... did burn one for the show. It might have been like bacon. Yeah, maybe. This is nice. It's nice patchouli and nice little nice little blackberry. But no, it's right upstairs. We'll burn some. Uh, we'll burn some Mantown candles when uh, when you're in town. <laughs> we'll burn that Mantown candle, baby. Woo! So, right. at both ends. There you go. Yeah. Um, a hockeyless weekend for you, John. I know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do much actually. It was just Super Bowl. Really. I did some uh, fun with editing. Nice. I always appreciate when I send multiple pictures to you and Mark, and I'm like, which one looks better? And Mark's like, what is this? Some kind of eye test? I, they all look the same. Yeah. All right. Fine. Thank you for helping. Appreciate it, Mark. Appreciate They're you. Definitely all different. <laughs> I spent like four hours on these three different <laughs> pictures to make them look different, and you're like, what? What do I care? They all they all look the same to me. And come on. Good effort, Shit. Mark. Good job. Good effort. Nice research. <laughs> So I don't know. Maybe the pictures of this week's game will look different. Maybe I'll edit them differently again. Who knows at this point? It's like a game, right? What are you going to do this week? Although the lighting in the uh, in the arena for the top prospects looked fantastic. Did you see the pictures that the Black Bears just put up? Yeah, that no. Jim took. Jim They're amazing. There was one that was really. You can tell the difference in the lighting because there was one that was kind of really faded, and there was one like the next one was killer. And Killer's jersey just, like, fucking popped. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are cool looking. Those are fantastic. I put a bid on Killer's jersey. It ends here in about an hour, less than an hour's time. We'll see if I get my second straight Sean Kilcullen top prospects jersey. Heck, yeah. Yeah. I I decided to give it some time because I just got my, uh, I just got my um, Jesse Horacek uh, military jersey. So I decided to. Give it a little run, little run out. And uh, every Black Bears jersey had a bid on it um, by like Saturday afternoon or something like that. So I was like, cool, check that out. <laughs> Good, we're done. So I didn't have to bid on any this year. 
Because <laughs> last year, uh, Cole's jersey was the last one that didn't have any bids on it, like four hours before the, it ended. So I bought uh, Connor Cole's jersey. Nice. El Capitan. And we'll be celebrated this weekend at Canada Night. Oh, Canada Night. Yes. Poutine. Hot chocolate. Coffee. That'd be a good time. Some smoked meats from Montreal. <laughs> yeah, let's go. I'm excited for that. I might not even eat dinner. I might just wait and go there. Hell yeah. What'd you do for a uh, Super Bowl? Um, went to uh, uh, some friends' house. We uh, watched the Super Bowl. We did prop bets this year. We found like a list of prop bets, and everybody threw in like twenty bucks and filled out their prop bets, and then whoever had the most won the money. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. Nice. I have zero idea when it comes to prop bets. It's like just checking boxes. It was like a scantron. <laughs> like click, click. You had to fill out the whole one. It has to be in uh, number two pencil. But I got some I got some good ones in there. The uh, I think I picked the over on the sacks. Mm-hmm. Um, it was under two and a half on turnovers. I got that one. Yeah. Nice. I did well. I think I got 11 or 12 out of the 25. Not terrible. And the winner only had like fourteen. Are you close? So, yeah, for not, for not having any idea what was going on, I was like, heck yeah. <laughs> the uh, halftime show was good. It's definitely fantastic for us millennial kids. Yeah, they did well. I saw some good tweets about how when we were younger, we were like, why do they have such old groups on here, like like <laughs> Billy Joel and stuff, and then now. The kids are probably saying the exact same thing about Eminem and Snoop. (laughs) Oh, well. Take that. Yeah, take that, children. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. But all in all, not bad. It was good to sit around, watch a bunch of Olympics. Yeah, we got ourselves ourselves a final here this this evening. Final tonight, now that both men's teams got knocked out. Which, not surprising. (laughs) Not surprising. I mean, you can always tell, right? The uh, When the NHL doesn't go to the Olympics, the European teams are like, cool, we got our own leagues. Yeah, exactly. We got our own leagues and guys who play in that kind of uh, the kind of like Olympic rules almost where there's very, uh, very limited hitting. Yeah. So. <clears throat> oh, well, I watched the bean pot. And we'll talk about Part that. of it. I didn't watch the whole thing, not gonna lie. <laughs> Talk about that in a bit, trust me. Um, I had one game this weekend. I went Friday night's game against Colorado College. Uh, UND was shorthanded both nights. Uh, they only had five defensemen. Oof. Uh, still swept the weekend. Um, okay. Three, three, two, four, nothing. And then I went to a going away party Saturday. That's why I didn't go to the Saturday night game. Is uh, I went to a going away party for one of my coworkers. So went downtown to all the bars and stuff round cheer so that was a good time just to get out of the house and kind of feel normal again nice don't like clubs i know that much i, I no, know you're not that. 50 no i'm not 50 not hanging from the ceiling um but they found me in the club well, that's good you don't want to get lost in the club that's for damn no, sure. it'd be weird it'd be really weird and painful yeah. but people the, uh... leave you there <laughs> but yeah it was uh it was, a, it was an all right night it wasn't terrible I, think I, did, I really didn't want to go to the hockey game. I'm just like, I don't want to see Colorado College. They're terrible. They somehow almost won Friday night, but they're terrible. Yeah. But 
That yeah. happens from time to time, though. You can get like hockeyed out because mm-hmm. I'll have a home weekend this weekend, and then I'm going to Johnstown next weekend mm. for the three game set. Yeah, for three games in Johnstown. Woo, man. Woo. I Duff- hope my sure as hell hope my earbuds work. Doubtful any uh, doubtful any golfing this trip. No, no golfing. It kind of sucks. Although. Um, I will be off work on Friday and Monday, so uh, when I come back on Monday, I think I might go to the simulator uh, setup again in Baltimore, like Monday afternoon or something. That's good. Get some get some golf time in still. You know, so get, get that clicking in. It's like, haha. Yeah, I, I I find it really interesting. Like, I enjoy golf. I'm just not good at it. <laughs> so like. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go. I'll, I'll go to the simulator. And everybody's like, wow, you're really putting in the work. And I'm like, no, I'm just hitting a golf ball. Like, it's, it literally won't translate to anything when I take it out of the golf course. What work? <laughs> putting yeah. in work, huh? No, just having fun. Exactly. Sometimes you got to race. Sometimes you got to race. So, cool. Well, we did it, folks. Thank yeah. you for listening to our show. All right. Have a good Back night. This week. Um, uh <laughs> that'd be fucking great mark mark comes on he's like hey guys uh just is this today wednesday and we're like no your sleep stats are way off exactly do you yeah. see that that was fantastic it's all some of them i'm like oh this is gonna be interesting oh yeah i'm yes. beating him by at least 20 points every day just kicking the shit out of him every day <laughs> yeah yep 20 points and hours of sleep <laughs> Oh, boy. Hey, how about we get to uh, some uh, injuries? Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. One of the coveted trade chips in this trade deadline, Ben Sherratt. He's got a lower body injury. He's going to be out for at least a week. Oh, no. Here it, it begins. Oh, no. He's going to tank their odds. Uh, but there we go. Ben Sherratt out there. Uh, he's not as bad as uh, Sean Couturier, who is done for the season following back surgery. Uh, so that's that's no bueno. Yeah, that hurts. Getting that Eric Daze treatment almost. See how far that goes for him. Uh, in the same game, the Oilers lost both Duncan Keith and Zach Cassian. First, Duncan Keith to an upper body injury after crashing into the boards, and Zach Cassian took a slap shot to the face and fractured his jaw. Oh, about four to six, four to eight, four to eight weeks rather. Oh my God, that is awful. Yeah, yeah, it's not great, Bob. <laughs> so I'm glad I did not see that. Right, it wasn't incessantly played on the Twitter machine. Yeah. Um, some suspensions. Brad Marchant suspended six games for his uh, punching in the face and sticking in the throat of Tristan Jerry. Uh, and he is appealing that suspension. So, oh, there. Let's be honest. We've all wanted to do that. Sure. No, I get it. Yeah. But uh, Marchant gets the six games because he is a repeat offender. So that's why. That's why he got. He's like, I don't think it's six games. I think it might be. Stick to the throat? Yeah, I think that's a little six games. <laughs> well, I think he would have been, uh, he would have gotten away with it, okay? If he didn't skate past two players and one referee to punch 
Jerry in the head in the first place. And then skate past the linesman to stick him in the throat. Yeah, like he, he brought it on himself. Like, yeah, let's be honest, he can't he can't really be think that he's he's not to blame in this one, man. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't a mistake. First of all, and second right. of all, very. Uh, I mean, well, he the, he got his money's worth. The backstory was that Jari was going to throw a puck over the glass during a TV intermission to a Penguins fan, and and Marshawn knocked his stick out and said, "No, you're not not in my home ice. They were playing in Boston." And then after a save, like late in the game, that sparked the whole thing. Jari must have said something to Marchand, which no, I don't know if anyone's revealed what he said. Uh, and that's what made Brad Marchand go psycho. So, <laughs> probably wasn't much. Probably like, ah, your tweets suck. And he's like, you motherfucker. Hey, you want to lick the puck first? <laughs> there you go. That could have been it. Been wonderful. So yeah, he is done for six games. Uh, Austin Watson suspended two games. For an interference call on Jack Ashan, uh, that could have been a boarding. I don't know why they called it interference. That was a pretty big boarding call that he uh, went upside the head. I the didn't box. actually know you could be suspended for interference. Apparently you can. Apparently you can. It's kind of weird, too. Uh, Marcus Valino only got suspended two games for after a fight with Adam Lowry. Um, he kneed him in the head twice <laughs> on the ground, like MMA style, ground and pound. Nice. Can't even that's do that great. in MMA. He gave him a knee, and then he got that's ah, just two games. That's great. AW is gonna call him though, right? We got, listen, we got a spot now. We can use you. So, pretty, pretty, pretty. I, I feel like that was. I feel like that's more egregious than punching a guy in the head while you're wearing a glove and he's wearing a helmet and a, a goalie helmet to be that. You know? Yeah. So just stick to the throat thing. I can understand. Yeah, sure. That's that's that one is a killer. Almost technically a literal. So wow, it's a wild good week shit. for suspensions, right? Wild shit for suspensions, dude. Uh hey, we got a Patreon. You got a Patreon? We got a Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/faceoffhockeyshow. It's a place where we put things. Video shows up there. If you donate one dollar, boom, you get the video show when we upload the video. That's how it works um we'll do special shows here and there we'll do retro shows here and there who's to say what we're going to do next because we don't even know so got that going for us uh patreon.com slash face of hockey show be like pat jeff kevin matthew damon mark ethan trista chris rob sean and mitch they contribute so can you patreon.com slash face of hockey show all the money you give to us goes back into the show in some way shape or form what that is? Fuck if I know. Like, goes <laughs> into a, a bank account, and it's like the fucking Raiders, where they just put the goddamn like the card the breaks. Yeah, put it somewhere. Uh, you mentioned El Bean Pot. First off, they had the Crab Pot tournament. Shout out Navy. Ooh, yeah. Tom Amansky back to back to back uh, Crab Pot championships. Beating yeah, I was I was gonna go to the Crab Pot. I know you'd sent me that. And then, like, Saturday afternoon, I just decided against it. I was like, I don't really want to stand around a bunch of people right now. For the best. Yeah. Sellout crowd out there. Stevenson played a hell of a game, but uh, dropped that one 3-1. to one. Navy going to Nationals as well, as they won the ECHA. So, wow. down in St. Lou, uh, and repping the Lou, and they're proud. I mean, that was all part of Chesapeake Hockey Week, I'm sure. Yeah, now we give you the bump. Yeah. The Chesapeake Hockey Week bump. 
Uh, but the bean pot in Boston happened. The final happened uh, this week. Uh, the pre the the semifinal games happened the week before, because sure, why yeah. not? <laughs> Fucking who cares about anything anymore? So <clears throat> my question to you: Everyone makes a big deal out of bean pot, especially in the Boston area. Uh, overrated, underrated, or correctly rated? Do you think the bean pot and the excitement for the two weeks is across the lexicon? Uh, wow. Um, I feel like Bean Pot has history, sure. and I feel like that's what the Bean Pot has going for it, really. Because uh, let I mean, let's be totally honest. It's four teams. Yep, every year, same four teams. Same four teams. It's not like it's not like this is a two week long tournament, or there's like, hey, a bunch of games. It's it literally is four total games. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it gets a lot of hype because it's played in TD Garden. Sure. I think it gets a lot of hype because it's Boston, and that's what Boston does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel like you don't really hear about a traditional tournament like this going on very often. Like, we know about the Crab Pot because it's it's here, mm-hmm. but it's not on NHL Network. You know, I don't know if there's another trophy. Is there like a commander in chief trophy for uh, hockey teams? Uh, I mean, they're not all division one, so maybe they don't. I think they have they don't have that. There's something at the club level because they all have club teams. Maybe Uh, there might be something between Air Force and Navy. I'm not entirely sure, but that's one of those things where it's like, you know, you meet once a year or something like that. And away you go. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I feel like it's a novelty. I feel like it's uh, um, something that a drunk person put together when hockey first started. I mean, this was the 69th nice. um, bean pot, right? So it would have yeah. occurred in like 1940 or 1950-ish. Mm, Quick math. 1960. So like late 50s, early 60s? Because 70 years would be what? 63 or... 62? 62? No. 52. Anyway. 52 would be 70 years. Okay. So it started in like late 40s. Post-World War II. Yeah. So so I think that's the the biggest draw to the bean pot is that like it has history and you just don't hear about this anywhere else. Because you have these stupid little trophies throughout football. Yes. In college where everybody makes a big deal out of the little brown jug or whatever it is. And there's other ones, the commander in chief trophy, like I mentioned, but you don't hear that in hockey very often. No, no, you definitely don't. Um, I know the Alaska teams in the NA have their own little like trophy cup thing. That's cool. So yeah, I think it's appropriately hyped. Yeah. You think it's correctly rated? I mean, it is what it is. I think, People that are hockey fans will watch it. People that aren't hockey fans will join in because it's casual. And <laughs> or they di- don't care in the first place. And or they watch. didn't care. Or they don't have NHL Network like Mark. Yeah. Or me. I don't have NHL Network either. Fucking <laughs> YouTube TV. Piece of garbage. Uh, in any case. Uh, I'm surprised that we don't get the NHL Network on ESPN Plus yet. Right? You'd think that would be an add-on. Yeah. But I wonder if NBC still owns part of it, and that's why. Probably. Um, so I think it's, I think it's a bit overrated and I say that just because it's Boston. <laughs> I think they hype things up too much 
And now, like, the teams are so-so this year. I mean, Boston University overall, you know, they're okay. Northeastern's pretty good. Boston College sucks on ice, like, literally and figuratively. And Harvard's okay, but they're playing Ivy League schools. So, like, anybody can be. Like, the ECHC is, ECAC is fucking terrible. I will go on record and say it's Quinnipiac and then just did. Yeah, there's Quinnipiac and everyone else. Like, that's essentially what it is. Um, but it's not Colin Quinnipiac. Colin Quinnipiac. Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Colin Quinn impression. Bite your nail. <laughs> now, if Bill Burr was at the bean pot, though, I'm in. I know. Uh, that would be fantastic. But he's out in LA. I'm I'm looking for, um, I'm looking for the uh, fucking Bill Burr Mandalorian figure because I think that's like out in in the public now. Perfect. And I just get the Mandalorian figure and just have him hang. Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! Are you gonna are you gonna find it on clearance like like right. the goon where? The best part about the the best part about that buy is first of all it was on clearance and second of all the extra pieces you get it with are you get with it are hands. Yeah. I forgot to mention this during my week is that uh yeah, I got the goon figure. Um and this is so hard to find that I couldn't find it on any of my wrestling wrestling figure websites that I look after. And on eBay, it goes from anywhere from thirty three dollars to ninety dollars. So But they only had one. They only had one. Oh, so I found this just randomly in the clearance aisle of Walmart, 13 bones. So I'm like, yes, please. And thank you. That's fantastic. The goon, probably the worst, uh, one of the worst uh, gimmicks, but hilarious, too. <laughs> he would wrestle in the jersey. And I'm just like, that makes no sense. And he had the boots that look like skates, too. Yeah, that was like, that was pretty cool. Like he had these these little boots that look like like hockey, boots, like hockey skate boots. Yeah. So. I mean, there's that was fun, but yes, got to mention that. But yeah, yeah, I would have the Bill Burr character and the Goon character right next to each other. It'd be fantastic <laughs> for everyone involved. But yeah, I mean, I think it's just because it's 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 Boston college hockey, and they think they're hot shit. Um, that it's for me, it's overhyped. Like I, I keep forgetting that it, it happens because I always thought it happened like Martin Luther King weekend for some reason. I didn't think it went this long in February. But Is it? Uh... Isn't it like President's Weekend soon? Yeah, next week is President's Weekend. You know why? Because there's all these fucking furniture sales. True. And I mattresses. I don't understand the correlation between furniture and mattresses and President's Day being the thing. That's because uh, that's what uh, Washington uh, used to get across the Delaware. <laughs> that's what our founding fathers wanted. It was a, it was a sofa. It wasn't yeah. a boat. Listen, I not only want, uh, I want liberation for all my people, and I want you to get at least 150 uh, fifty dollars off this new mat king size mattress. Agreed. Which is ironic, considering they didn't they didn't like the king and queen. Yep. So, you know. Oh well. I mean, it's better than the twins. That's true. Well, anything's better than the twins. They got no pitching. Ever since Kirby Puckett left, they're fucking terrible at the bat too. Um, but yeah, I think it's just because it's uh just because it's Boston, it gets overrated. Because like again, I keep forgetting that it happens. So they oh right, the bean pot's there, and then. We kind of have somewhat of a vested interest with uh, Wilmer Skoog and uh, Thomas Jarman. Uh, okay, so I was going to ask, though, how, you did, did you watch any of the games? No, I didn't. I didn't have any. Oh, all right. I was going to ask because 
the I was gonna ask what was better, the Skoog in the Maryland accent or the Skoog in the Boston accent, because they kept bringing them up throughout the whole game, and it was like a a much different elongated O that went along with Skoog. How would that be? Like the Carnavian. Well, I'm a Skoog there. No. Yeah, it was a it was a different. It was a it wasn't the Maryland Skoog. No. The the Dundalk Skoog. <laughs> well, I'm a Skoog on. Skoog! Although Starman was on it. And uh, I like him a lot. I like Dave, Dave Starman. He's good. Former uh, watch, or Baltimore Skipjacks color commentator. Nice. Him and Kenny Albert did all that. Oh, that was a team. That was a hell of a team. <clears throat> um, so, yeah. I mean, I I think you're right tradition-wise. That's why it's kind of correctly rated, but I think it's overrated. I think I think having any kind of college trophy is underrated. I think you need more of it, but I think also the problem with that is that you don't, like you said, you don't have these kind of tournaments around because a lot of these teams are just conference teams. Like they play maybe I know UND plays, so UND has 16 weekends, so that's 32 games worth of. No, sorry, roll that back, Scott. Uh, 14 because they don't play themselves (laughs) yet. (laughs) Yet, 14 games or 14 weekends. Uh, in in conference, so that's 28 games right there. They play about 42 games a year, I would say, give or take. Um, so, but don't you also have to be like geographically close to each other that it matters? Yeah, or have some kind of history, like like UND and Minnesota would have that. But they also would duel that out in the WCHA. Like the the conference trophy would be the trophy of record, like not a not like a little like the Beanpot Trophy where it's everyone there. But that like, is kind of what it's cool. What is cool about this as well is that all the fans are there. Mm-hmm. Like it's close enough that you're you don't have like a home and away game in this tournament. It's like all the fans show up and the Boston College fans root against Boston University the whole time. You know, like yeah. Well, and that, and that's the problem with anything North Dakota does is that they the people travel so well, like fucking. Uh, Madison Square Garden a couple years ago against uh, Notre Dame. The fucking, it was a sellout crowd at, at, at New York City, New York, all of fucking North Dakota fans. <laughs> uh, Penn State this year, where the hell did they go? They went to Nashville, all Penn, all, all North Dakota fans. Wow. Every time they go to Vegas, it's all North Dakota fans. Like, it's fuck, like this, this, the, the supporters travel well because they have a lot of disposable farm income money and trips to Vegas are fucking cheap. And yeah. who wants to be in fucking North Dakota when you can be in Vegas and watch your team play a hockey game? That's true. Like next year, they're playing in Vegas against Arizona State. Uh, it's going to be a fucking again. Oh, I can't wait. That's going to be fantastic because then they could do like a Coyotes Wild like doubleheader. Too many people. <laughs> well, no, it's a, yeah, no Golden Knights and Coyotes. Oh, because that's in Vegas. Right? Oh, it's in Vegas. Yeah, yeah it's in. I'm Vegas. sorry, I thought that they were playing the Coyotes. In uh, Arizona State's, no, no, no. Or they, they're paying Arizona State in their new arena. Right. No, unfortunately not. It's in Vegas, baby. Vegas at the T-Mobile Center. Gotcha. It's the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame where they they decided we get enough money out of people doing uh, doing it in North Dakota every year. Let's just move it to neutral sites and have North Dakota show up because we know we're gonna get a fucking revenue. Yeah, that's smart. And it fucking works. Yeah, that's really smart. That, because you, what happens is UND is designated as the home team, even though it's neutral site, because the Ralph Inglestead Arenas crew sets up the entire rink with all the graphics and everything like that right. for the neutral site games. 
That's cool. So they do all the game presentation and stuff like that because they're one of the best in the business. Now, I will say, and I agree with you, that I think that there should be more of these tiny trophies, though. <laughs> more tiny trophies. That's it. I think there should be more like trophies that college teams play hockey against each other for. Yes, I think so. I'm with you on that. By the way, speaking of uh, college college athletes that are Maryland Black Bear alumni, um, fucking Hampus Ryquist is coming on in a big <laughs> shit. Got a game winning goal the other night. Uh, he's got like four or five goals on the year this this year. Let me see where his nice. now. He's had a he's come on the second half of the season. Five goals, three assists in twenty games. He could be rookie of the year. He could. Well, no, because he's a sophomore. No. Oh. Unless he's going to do that the uh, Jason Spetzer route. Well, you never know. Yeah, you never in know. In college. He's got uh, three goals and two assists in his last uh, four games, including uh, the only two goal or the two power play goals back-to-back uh, against Denver the other night. And then uh, a six-on-six. Six. What, is, what does that mean, six-on-six? Six? Even strength? Say even strength, you fucking pretentious assholes. <laughs> Hold on. That's the only time in the history of hockey where the goalie was included with the number ice. of players on the ice. Yeah, unless they're playing with empty nets. Jesus. Although, so I will tell you a really funny story is um, the guy uh, Kuznetsov that used to play for the Tomahawks. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Jim was taking pictures uh, possibly at Penn State, but it might have been somewhere else. And uh, Kuznetsov skates over to the glass and bangs on the glass and he starts yelling, I played for Johnstown, remember me? (laughs) And and Jim's like, yeah, I remember you. Like, what do, you, what do you mean? So, but it was pretty cool. Like, he got he got called out. Like, wasn't even a wasn't even like a NAHL game. It was definitely a college game. Yeah, and he's, he's a, like, we remember you guys. Yeah, Max is uh, Max is playing in Canisius. It was pretty funny. Yeah, he's uh, ten goals, ten assists this year. Not bad for Canisius. Nice. Uh, Max Kuznetsov. No relation. Oh, so because he was born in Voorhees, New Jersey. Mm, that'll happen. That'll happen, and you don't have a relation that way. Uh, some other news and notes. Hey, we talked about the Olympics earlier. U.S. and Canada men's team bounced uh, on Tuesday. U.S. Yep. bounced in a shootout. Uh, Canada bounced via shutout. <laughs> uh, U.S. lose uh, lose the lead. Tie game at, what was it? I think it was 40-something seconds left. In the yeah, third. something like that. I didn't watch yep. it. I, I saw like replays this morning. And then uh, the Czech Republic or uh, Slovakia, sorry, Slovakia um, with uh, just ripping apart Shano's goalie number theorem, Ooh. wearing number 24 and getting the United <laughs> States. So in the shootout, in although the, shootout. the video that I think it was uh, Shatan posted was pretty funny. Oh, the kids. Yeah. Just getting yeah. off. Ah, Throwing their gloves all up in the air and. <laughs> Yeah, just like, wow, kids, you didn't do anything. Fucking act like you've been there before. Uh, <laughs> they were they were six. This is the first Olympics they remember. Fucking act like you've been there before, you shitbags. <laughs> um, but then everyone's just like, oh, the Olympics sh- or the the shootout shouldn't be in the Olympics. Like, yes, it should. Oh, God. How many how many American fans were digging the fact the women won in the shootout last year? Or you last know what? I had a, a really weird thought. Mm-hmm. Is, um, and this occurred at a Black Bears game one night. Why is it that a penalty shot 
during the run of play is such a celebrated and exciting time and shootouts are not. Uh, because uh, it's it happens in a course of a game naturally and there is time for other teams to make up uh, like like there is gameplay afterwards. Whereas a shootout is a determining factor based on a skills competition. I mean, it could happen in overtime though of a playoff game. It, it was happened in uh, big. What was the Big Daddy or whatever? What was the uh, Adam Sandler movie? You know, Joe Carter hit that home run in Toronto. Big Daddy. Was no. it Big Daddy? Something. It was something. It was the one where he had a kid. Big Daddy or Little Nicky? I don't remember. Uh, I mean, I could look it up, really. I think you're Big Daddy. You're, you're right with Big Daddy. But remember, it was like, oh, a shootout in overtime. This is the most exciting play in hockey. Yeah, I mean. I, I just don't understand it. I, yeah. You never see anybody walk out of a game during the shootout. It's true. That is the, Like, that's ah, the screw it. This is crap. I'm leaving. You don't have people turn off the TV. It's just like, click. If it can decide, if it can decide a World Cup, it can decide hockey games. Mm-hmm. The World Cup's a much bigger sport. Sporting yeah, event. I would say. Oh man. Anyway, uh, what do we got here? Yeah, so yeah, the women in the Canada face off tonight. I do believe. Yeah, eleven ten. Eleven ten Eastern East Coast. So it has already happened by the time you listen to it, and you already know the win. So. Don't yeah. tell us. I'm right, going to watch exactly. it tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. Don't tweet us. We we'll, Don't tweet us. We won't tweet you. How's that? <laughs> you guys figure that shit out. Um, Peter LaViolette wins his 700th NHL game. Taps an him. Against Nashville. Against his old team that he coached. The Nashville Predators. Uh, Sidney Crosby gets his 500th goal in the NHL. On nice. Tonight. Good for him. Evgeny Malkin thanks himself in the Instagram comments. <laughs> that was so good. Just like, and Mark's so right. Like, like, does it suck that we're starting to actually like these like people as they get older? Well, I mean, I think I think the crazy thing is that I enjoyed. Um, <laughs> I I enjoy some of the Penguins. It's just the fans that really annoy me. That's true. That's always been the problem. Really, I think that's always been the problem for me. It's uh, most fans. It's not all of them either. Mm. I've known a couple. Right. Uh, so there's we, we, one of our uh, favorite uh, guests is a Penguins fan. Yeah. Also, also, Sean Leahy is a Penguins fan. It's very true. So he was one of the two. Right. <laughs> so we got that going for us, everybody. Um. All right, so the Arizona Coyotes and the uh, Arizona State. Oh, it's going on. Made their made their unity felt. They felt that they they connected, they scissored, and then they have a they have the thing now. Where guess what, ladies and gentlemen, it's on. Fucking pop dog in the house. Whew. Pop dog Mark you with the C. Say and, his name when he shows up. He must have heard that we're talking Arizona Coyotes. Cause well, no, I heard scissoring first, but yeah, I love Coyotes too. <laughs> yes. Coyote scissoring. Coyote scissoring with Arizona State making the union <laughs> final. As it is three pot, uh, at least, they said in this thing, at least three years. 
At least. At least. As long as they keep paying the money. So the over under has to be two and a half years here, right? Oh. And I'm gonna take the under. I you know I what? think they already paid for at least one year, right? They paid they paid for two years, I think, so far. Okay. okay so so two where, and a half is a great over under set. Where yeah. where did they get the money? Because they couldn't pay their previous Landlord. They didn't pay Tempe. Well, that's why, and, and that's and that's why they paid up front. Is that's why Arizona State <laughs> had it in their thing that they had to pay up front. And I'm like, you're fucking. They yes. Why wouldn't you have them pay up front? It was kind of <laughs> like a security <laughs> deposit that they're not going to get back. Yeah, exactly. At Eastern Motors. So here, here's the deal. Yeah. Here's the thing: is that according to Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet. Uh, Coyotes will play all their home games at the 5,000-seat arena beginning next season, 22-23, through 24-25 with an option for 25-26. As part of an agreement, the Coyotes have agreed to pay rent construction, and construction costs for the redevelopment plans up front. Hmm. So, they so they're, not, they're not paying rent at all. They're just paying for improvements to the facility. Oh, it's, 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 it's essentially a home equity loan for no, the arena. Rent. They're paying rent and construction costs. Ooh. Yeah, because they have to add an extra $19 million worth of construction for the NHL, like, upgrades. The amenities, yeah. So. So, and, okay, that includes probably, what, camera camera bays, camera angles, right? All the whole nine yards, commentary. Off, all off the press box, uh, possible upgrades to luxury suites. Um, possibly wow. upgrades to locker rooms. Definitely upgrades the lot because they're going to have to build another locker room for the Coyotes. They need to also have the ability to put cameras in the right places so that they have the same exact sight lines as everywhere else. Right. That's yeah. That's kind of what I meant by the camera base. But yeah. no, I mean for the goals. Right. Like the the goal. Oh, like cameras. behind the goals. No, like the goal coming oh, down oh, and uh, above the net oh yeah, and all yeah, of the yeah, like yeah. angles that they see when they have to like review things yeah they probably have to put in something better than a t1 line so that they have some <laughs> communication back to toronto it's a long way no. to toronto no they're actually just running cable <laughs> maybe elon musk can hook him up with that starlink or whatever it's called that was the 19 mil it's just cabling over there to toronto <laughs> Uh, Coyotes president Xavier A. Gutierrez said that this will be an incredible, intimate, and exciting fan experience in the state of art, a state of the art arena. <laughs> intimate was such a great word to Extremely use. Extremely true. Yeah, it it's like very the perfect intimate. use of the word. <laughs> it's nothing... like the Nassau Coliseum without the upper deck. Right. Pretty much, actually. I mean, intimate. Everybody's on top of each other, and the Coyotes are going to fuck their fans over. So, very intimate. I'm glad you said over. <laughs> I phrased it that way on purpose. That's a hell of a promotional giveaway. I, I thought that it also wasn't going to be ready until like December of next year. So they're just going to play the first two months on the road. Yes. Uh, they're going to play the Isn't first. Isn't that what months. the Blue Jays did too last year or the year before? Um, well, technically they weren't allowed to play in Canada, correct? Yeah, exactly. It wasn't not necessarily. It wasn't the arena wasn't ready. It's they couldn't cross the border properly. Right. Yeah. Potato, potato. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Yep. Vodka. So. <laughs> so here is a uh, a picture of the Arizona State Arena, how it's looking right now. It looks like I, a track currently. It kind of does. God, it looks like a lot. Like, oh, so here's the fucking thing. I like it. 
Is it just going to be bench seating, or are they putting seats in? No, no, no. I really hope it's bench seating. I hope it's just rat. It's just fucking. Oh, I, I want to go all all bench seating all the time. I would actually. I'd appreciate it if they had black ice. Then they yeah. could use a white puck. Let's make this. Let's, let's make, make this happen. Wild. Let's go crazy. The lines can be like orange and blue. <laughs> Didn't they try that at one point where they changed the color of the lines in the AHL? Yeah, they yes. tried for it was it was a orange blue lines. And I think a blue center line. So and then they've had teams that painted their ice under under the ice pink. Sure. Yeah, as well. True. Yeah, for gimmick games. And they had people right on the ice. Um, it's probably hard to yeah, they put the marker on and they then they ice it. By ice it, they they put the uh, Smirnoff ice out there and they're just like, ah. Oh, oh they put the marker down and then somebody shoots it to like the, the ice. Yeah. Uh, I also uh, enjoyed people after the deal was made uh, going on Twitter and putting on uh, putting next next uh, next Coyotes re- arena deal and then a picture of a uh, basement rink. Uh, like, like <laughs> in their basement. I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. That's fucking good. I, I mean, kudos for trying to keep the team in town, right? And trying to not take it away from the Arizona fans and doing everything that you can before exhaustively moving your team instead of just hiring Mayflower trucks and moving in the middle of the night. Yeah. So. I mean, you got that going for you at least, right? Yeah. But, I mean, still. Show some loyalty. Show goddamn respect. I can't wait until the first night isn't a sellout. (laughs) Brutal. Or it's all away fans. Like, they play the Kings or something, and they just, like, drive over. I know it's not that close, but... Oh, man. That's kind of funny. What was it? Oh, yeah. Igor Shesterkin uh, got uh, fucking pulled last night after uh, concussion spider flagged it. Oh. Because uh, he's flopping like a bitch. So they're just like, oh, he looks like he's got a concussion. Trying now, I, I appreciate that, actually. Yeah. If a goalie is going to pretend that they get hit, the concussion spotter would be like, all right, to the back, you have to be, you have to be tested. Could you imagine if they'd used that in Italian soccer? Oh, jeez! Oh, so, so many concussions. Here's the here's one. <laughs> this week, watching on video. That's good. Make sure I, you I do also appreciate the, I appreciate the basketball hoop as well. Right, just hanging out. <laughs> That's yeah, good stuff. Good up right there. My God. Right. Kind of big dick. There. So. Here's a little here's a little better video of this. Uh, I had it unfortunately had to go to Biz Nasty's Twitter, but so here's the uh, here's the rink, kind of the inside of it. So. I mean, I kind of like it. It's not. I mean, is it is it NHL team worthy or professional team worthy? Debatable, but I I enjoy it. I like this. This looks like one of the big churches uh, that are around <laughs> this area. Like a super church. Actually, you're not far off, I'm sure. Isn't the concert venue in Madison Square Garden bigger than this? Yes, it is. Yeah, but But they couldn't play there. Why not? Sold out by Billy Joel every night. (laughs) 
come coming out. Ba da 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 da. Like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> like, why didn't Madison Square Garden just rent out the concert venue to Arizona? <laughs> because it's probably more expensive than this. <laughs> The Rangers were like, hey, I mean, the Coyotes were like, hey, what do you think? We're made of money? You know what? That's a small fucking roof, too. Yeah. Yeah. No alley-oops here. No. No alley-oops. No big Jumbotron. That's for yeah, God. So where's the Jumbotron oh, go? That's true. Right the Jumbotron's like right here. Someone is absolutely going to hit that thing with a puck. No question. Oh, absolutely. No question. Well, didn't that happen at, uh, wasn't it Dallas Stadium? Didn't they play an outdoor game at Dallas Stadium? Somebody hit it with a puck? Or was that a, no, it must have been a, I know they definitely hit it with a punt yeah, in a game. A punt. I thought um, a puck hit No, one because of those. they played the Cotton Bowl uh, okay. for the outdoor game. This kind of looks like the L.A. Coliseum for the NASCAR race. It does. It kind of does. You're right. But, man, those club sections. It'll be, a, it'll be a fun spot. It'll be a great gimmick for 15 games. And then it's going to two get... of the three years. Yeah. <laughs> John, this might be able to house like a an RC car race. Maybe. Maybe. It depends how many, you know, yards of track they're anticipating needing. Well, I just mean as uh, I just mean as the looks of it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, where are they going to hang all the Coyotes banners? <laughs> Wouldn't it There's be right fitting? there? It's the Wouldn't white flag. It'd be up. fitting if the white flag <laughs> <laughs> surrender. Wouldn't it be fitting if the if for some reason this venue created some sort of weird home ice advantage that the Coyotes rode all the way to the Stanley Cup? Oh my God, that would be so How, beautiful. Hold on, how much of a fucking boner do you think Gary Bettman would get if the Coyotes win on home ice in this five thousand seat arena? And he's just jerking it to everybody who's just like hated this uh, idea. You know how quickly every team in the NHL is going to have a 5,000 seat stadium? Oh, man. The fucking the Caps are going to start playing at Burn Arena. Uh, I mean, if it's really not that cold, they could play at the uh, outdoor one that's down the street oh, from Maryland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wells. <laughs> fucking Wells rink. Oh, baby. Let's go. That's it. The Caps take over. Uh, the Caps take over Piney Orchard again, bringing the yep. old. Back. You know how great that would be. Like I, I'm, I'm kind of, I kind of envisioning this as being a fantastic thing that the Coyotes like make the playoffs. Even if they just made the playoffs, that's a big thing for that's, next year, yeah. right? I think so. Wow. Think about all the extra playoff revenue they're going to get from five thousand seats. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Huge. Huge revenue. If they if they even sell most of that out, they might even possibly get less in the red. Uh, uh, I don't so, know. I'm all in on this. I, I say I, go for it. Uh, I I'm not surprised because we are all about chaos. I just I can't I'll, wait to the first televised game there and where you can hear literally everything. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I'll be watching the first game probably if it's on ESPN. <laughs> I'll watch it, maybe, if it's on the package, maybe They'll not. They'll hype it up real big, and then it'll be on ESPN Plus streaming only. Exactly, the the late, late game. Which is fine, as long as I can see it. That's true. All right. So, uh, let's see, we had that. Uh, Canada teams are going full capacity in their arenas. Congratulations to them. 
Um, the truckers. Congratulations to them. Yeah, the truckers finally won. Um, so congratulations. Great, uh, great work, by the way, for the Canadian government to concede. Now everyone's just gonna do that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Is Canada the new France? Come on. Well, they, the, the Quebec is. <laughs> That's actually true. Yeah. All right. So let's get to the real matter at hand. Uh, Mark, you, uh, what do you got here? First, it's from July, July thirteenth to July fifteenth. Uh, your sleep. July. Stack. Yeah, you put seven fifteen to. Uh, That's how little sleep you got. Got little sleep. You I think put seven. Yeah, I didn't put two. No, hold on. Don't <laughs> yeah. look at. The, I told you not to look at the first batch anyway. That's how little sleep Mark got. Right? Oh Jesus! I did put seven. On, the, on the actual picture, though, it it does say two. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> that's because the app is right. Right. Exactly. No, I I manually wrote that in the two fourteen twenty two. But then John sent his, yeah. which are which was a way better format. And there's obviously advanced stats in there. Advanced stats. True. So I sent my similar picture to the one that he sent as Plus a. Plus, Mark says, "Pay attention." <laughs> Oof! There's a lot of red in there. Yeah, there's not a lot of red. Or there is a lot of red. All right, so let's get to uh, let's get. I got to... two nights with grounds. Is there a is there a way to side by side that? No, probably not. All right, yeah, probably not with that. So here's Mark's first sleep score, uh, five so, hours, oh. four minutes. So keep keep in mind this was Super Bowl Sunday. So if you scroll up to the top, well, you don't have to scroll up to the top. But I, like I, I only got five hours and forty four minutes of sleep on Super Bowl Sunday, even though apparently. A bitch. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. We're back there. So. Yeah. You time in bed eight hours, seventy percent though. Seventy percent, fifty-two resting heart rate. I don't see no. This doesn't seem right because I don't see how I would, would have been in bed for eight hours on Super Bowl. Sunday. Maybe it's because you're lethargic. You're you like, might have just been sitting yeah. for a yeah. while, and it was like, "Are you asleep?" So, Maybe, but the the, the fifty-two resting heart rate. Actually, can you scroll out a little bit? I think this might be last night. Like up out, like so I can see the whole screen. Oh shit! Doesn't so it didn't give the date. Son of a bitch! It's not my fault. My screenshot didn't take the 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 date. That's fine. It it is what it is at this point. I mean, we could take your best against my worst, and I'd still win by twenty points. Yeah, I'd say. So here's Mark. So look, the uh, so this this is the one sixty five. So let me go back to. So no, the the sixty, the sixty is Super Bowl Sunday night. Okay, so there you go. So that oh. makes more sense. See, Time I was only asleep hours. for three hours fifty six minutes. I was in bed for four four hours forty nine minutes. That makes more sense. Eighty two percent efficiency. That's pretty good. And that was yeah. a pretty high efficiency, though. Yeah, good efficiency. Uh, it did REM. not like my total sleep stats. Yeah, total sleep and your REM sleep garbage, but <laughs> deep sleep very good. Deep sleep hard, so that's good. Yeah. Optimal timing as well. So congratulations <laughs> that. Well, so that was also the first night yeah. that Mark went to sleep. So it has to be optimal. Sure, it didn't I have any other data. So what does what does latency here mean? That I've, I haven't understood that yet. I've not latency. Is when you the... hit the when you hit the button and it, you jump, like when you hit the controller button. When you hit the <laughs> yeah. Button, yeah. Jump, is that from when it senses that I'm laying down to when I it senses I fall asleep? I believe because so, that's yes. pretty good. Nine minutes is pretty damn good. If I, I believe I it is. So. I'd have to look into it. Okay. I mean, I have the app, but I don't know if it's going to help. All right. So there you go. There's there's the first night. Pay attention. 
Yeah. What was the second night, Mark? Was that the 65 or the 50? The second night is... Yeah, sleep latency is the amount of time it 62. takes you to fall asleep. 62. So not this one. is the first one. This one here. Yeah. So you're 62. So you got the... Yeah. This is the one where we do a 52 heart rate. So if you look down, I was actually in bed at 8.40 p.m. Solid, right? Yeah. You'd think. Yeah. Up at 4.50 at... Uh, 4:53. I mean, that's actually relatively late. I was usually, I'm usually up at four, so sleeping the you're, extra 53 minutes late, is big. Your latency went from nine minutes to three minutes, and it was in the red. I don't yeah, know. I don't get, I don't get why falling asleep right away is a bad thing. Uh, maybe, maybe because you don't get the sleep, the restful sleep, just like crashing. Like <laughs> I, I love how restfulness just doesn't. They didn't bother. It was just like pay attention, <laughs> get your shit together. <laughs> Has it put you on a, a sleep schedule yet? Not yet. I haven't gotten the. I mean, I'm all over the board here. Look at the little chart at the bottom. Scroll down to the bottom. Look yeah, at that. fucking. I was awake yeah, like, for two hours and 29 minutes of the, the fucking thing. That, that Harper woke actually, up in the middle of the night. I had to take the dog Jesus. out. Is it that the beginning of. I think that's uh, level uh, uh, three in the yeah. first chapter of Mario Brothers, right? True. It is up there. Actually, it's level two. It's when it's the blue level when everything's dark. Oh, uh, yeah. I was dreaming for 31 minutes there at the end, though. That's pretty solid. Oh, no. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. The dreaming nope. is one level up there. I had some, nope. some good light sleep. No, that, yeah, that's your, your REM sleep is when you were losing your religion. Yes. Yeah. I was uh, definitely doing that. Sure. The deep yeah. sleep. So I'd like to compare my deep sleep stats with John's. Okay. Because. Oh. So, so, all right. So let's. So, of so the three, Mark has uh, 123 minutes deep sleep. Okay. This one here. The next one, he has uh, uh, hour 43. So last night, pretty good. I started out pretty good there last night. 110 deep sleep. Yeah. I started out pretty good. See, I went straight. If you go back to the, uh, the last night, if you go straight in, look, 859 in bed. I went straight into deep sleep. It's just yeah, like that's, yeah, that's hard good stuff. Yeah. But woke up many times. All right. So let's, woke uh, let's up get this morning. So let's get Johnny's sleep stats. So, yeah, this is, I think, last night. <laughs> for yeah, so that was last night. night. Well, that was last night. Ten hours sleep. I got a crown. Got a crown for the optimal. Is deep sleep an hour and two? So, John, Mark, you are right. You're deep you you won on deep sleep. Latency and timing. All the blue. Like, my God. <laughs> that's that's tremendous. Ten hours and 44 minutes of sleep. All right, so this was, this was Tuesday night. Deep sleep only 51 minutes. So Johnny's deep sleep definitely is deep sleep stats. Not great. No, yeah, but agreed. still got a crown for 85 for yep. nine hours, nine and a half hours sleep. Wow, it's like a fucking EKG, this one. Yeah, what was yeah. up with that? What yeah, are you waking up so many times for? Because he can't uh, breathe. Because I'm not breathing. <laughs> I can answer that one. Uh, and then Total, this... you, you spent 11 hours in bed? Yeah, it happens. Oh, my God. Oh, That's my God. I, no, it was 12 hours. It was 11 hours and 53 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so, How great is that? And then Super Bowl Sunday night into Monday, uh, worst oh. ever. Yeah, Super Bowl Sunday. Look how look at that graph on the top. Like, look how low that graph comes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So scroll down. I want to see when he went to bed. Is there? Is it, yeah. He, okay, he went to bed at twelve oh one. All right. He wasn't. He was just a little bit ahead of me going to bed. He was awake at that point. He didn't go necessarily go to bed till. Yeah. About, what's his latency yeah, to bed that night? I didn't go to Show sleep. Show me the latency. Forty two minutes. Forty two minutes of latency. That's yeah, terrible. That's I know. Not, and that's what the timing said. Pay attention. So the timing will figure out when you're supposed to go to sleep. And if you don't go to sleep in your window, it's basically like, yo, fuck off. So it's like one of those video games where you have to hit it 
when it's like going back and forth yeah. like a pendulum, yeah. like, like 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 a golf game. In the, the best part Nintendo. is when you get real drunk, and then you like wake up the next morning. It's like it's like uh, you know, the Final Frontier or something because it's like, all right, damage report. <laughs> and you uh-huh. look at it, you're like, ooh, 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 that was a sixty or a fifty. Yeah. Like my Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> so what what is what is this you guys are wearing? Uh so the kids at home can participate. These They're, are uh, these are aura rings. Yeah, they're we'll sponsored. Nice. So my aura ring is the uh version three, which uh beginning in the next like month or two, it's gonna keep track of my breathing in the middle of the night as well. So that's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's gonna keep track of my uh of my um pulse ox all night long. Jesus fuck. Yeah, so this is good. This is gonna get real good real fast. Uh, March ring does not do that. His is only version two. So mm. I did give it to him though, so he didn't have to pay for it. Perfect. Uh, yep, I traded a capital sweatshirt for it. Oh, yep. that's a good deal. Good deal. Yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah, that's you know, a if I, if I would have, right if this would have been a thing, I probably would have got. I would have made this probably like my wedding ring. This is this is hefty. This thing it's is nice, like, isn't it? Yeah. Because it would have been, I would have wanted to leave it on. Not, not like I, I my <laughs> wedding ring, which I don't, because it's just, it, you know, it's I take there. it off every night, right? You don't, you don't wear it in the shower and stuff. Not that I wear this in the shower either, because it's, you know, electronics. Hey, by the way, I wash dishes with it. Am I allowed to do that? Because yeah, you can wear it and you can swim with it if you really wanted to. Normally, I just charge it while I'm in the shower. Uh, yeah, throw it on the charger for like 15 minutes. Here you mm-hmm. go. Boom. Yep. There it's good go. stuff, though. We're not sponsored by Aura Ring. No, not yet. Lyle, what do you think about Aura Ring? Are you a big fan of it? I don't know what that is, gentlemen. Um, what I do know, and I'm going to say this in all seriousness, okay? There's very few things in this world that are as pure and as wonderful as sleep and you fucking sleep analytical nerds have ruined it for everybody sometimes sleep is sleep no 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 no. sometimes sleep is just sleep johnny and you you guys had to ruin it with your (laughs) analytics there is no nothing is sacred anymore with these freaking nerds i'm sorry not all the old schools you know the eyeball test tells you a good night's sleep (laughs) actually that's that's way creepy (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah wait a minute the, wait a minute who's eyeballing me while i'm sleeping the, the old, i live by myself the old boys club the old boys sleeping club yeah the old boy yeah the old boys sleep network yeah 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 you can't you can't actually take those stats at face value you need to, uh, to make sure that everything is is going correctly <laughs> I mean, your latency score may be really low, but I mean, what does that mean? Yeah, it just yeah. means that you—it means you you fall asleep faster. You're probably exhausted. No, 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 no. The only true measurement is snores. That's the only true <laughs> measurement of deep sleep. Don't, I don't want to hear any of this rim shit. I don't want to hear anything about latency. Yes, yeah, snoring. Listen, Lyle. Total snores tells you nothing. Down. It's yeah. got to be snores at least per minute. Snores per <laughs> minute at least gives you some sort of oh, context. Oh, no. snores per minute is an overrated stat, and you know it. Yeah. It's like the plus minus of sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
I could. Sorry, guys. I couldn't resist. You guys are going on and on. I'm all coming. I come in just as you guys are talking about. And I'm like, holy crap, man. And I come in, stumble into a freaking analytics section on sleep. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was pretty eye opening considering the fact that Mark does have uh, 18 kids. Yes. Yeah. Animal to take care of. Yeah, and, and a menagerie of small animals, too. I mean, you got a farm going there, son? What the hell? Uh, yeah, that's what all the kids are for. <laughs> the There's a good amount of truculents in that house. <laughs> to manage the small animals there. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, that's why farm families are always so big, my friends. You know, they, they need somebody to look after the animals. That's Jeez. right. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Oh, boy. All right. Lyle, your surgery went well? Yes. Uh, like I said, uh, the cast is, the, the hard right. cast is off, hard soft cast is off. This is a removable splint cast sort of thing. Uh, I'm going to have another cool scar to add to my collection of cool and not so cool scars uh, on this one on my wrist. Um, yeah, tore the tendon. Um, it's going to be fine, he said. But yeah, another four to six weeks wearing this shit. Hey, gets me out of shoveling snow. There you go. Uh, <laughs> which was good because 25, centim 25 centimeters of it fell on uh, on Tuesday and uh, Tina and Kiefer had to go and, and dig it out. But fortunately, that, it was the late fluffy American. Stuff. Yeah, that yeah, okay. We'll just take it and that's it's a it's a foot of snow, guys. Okay. okay. It's a foot of snow. Actually 9.8 inches, but hey, who's close counting? enough? Close enough. Again with the analytics. Again with the analytics, Scotty. Really? Really? Again with the analytics? Look, you look, you analytics nerds ruin hockey for me, okay? Don't ruin my friggin' measurement, my metric system, and my sleep, okay? Lyle, what is what are the coyotes fan per five thousand gonna be? Oh my god, I know. Listen, that's that is for, for, for college hockey, that's 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 gonna be a terrific oh. arena. It is. It is for, for college hockey. And especially for college hockey in a southern United American in a southern United State. In one of the, you know, the, the Sunbelt uh, Sun states. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, and I don't mean that to be snotty. No, I'm saying that's like no, that's you know, good for any, they're playing, any college. They're playing in now, which is a 500-seat, like, local <laughs> rink. Is yeah. Outgrown its, outgrown its fucking course. So there you go. So that's going to be, for 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 ASU, that's the, for their hockey team, that's terrific. For the Arizona Coyotes, it's fucking embarrassing, man. I mean, how much, how much more, how much lower can this franchise sink? My God. The 500-seat stadium Scotty was just talking about. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there is that. That'll be next. And Gary Bettman will say, you know, it'll be a great atmosphere in a 500-seat arena. You just watch. Well, we were talking about how much Gary Bettman would have a hard on if the Coyotes somehow managed to win a Stanley Cup in those three seasons. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, it, my God. That, that's the only saving grace of that team being, being you know, so friggin' horrible right now, being in the midst of rebuilding and rebuilding some more because they, they are not going to be winning a Stanley Cup by the time their tenure's done at ASU. That's for damn sure. Yes. Oh, my God. It's just – I feel it. And, again, I you know – I, I feel sorry for Coyotes fans and people always the automatic joke. Oh, yeah. You know, geez. Even a 5,000 seat arena, that's still too big for Coyotes fans. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. Coyotes fans, you know, they're there. They are out there in large numbers. When the team has done well in the few years where the team did well, they packed, they packed the Gila River arena. Packed it. Okay. Hockey, you know, is has a solid following there. I mean, for Christ's sake. You know, one of the league's top superstars, Austin Matthews, born and raised in Arizona, grew up <laughs> idolizing the Coyotes. 
I mean, come on. They've got a hockey program. Hockey's catching on there. You've got one of the top scoring superstars in the league is from there. You know, so, you know, it really is kind of low hanging fruit when people kind of, you know, make cheap shots about Arizona or about Coyotes hockey fans. My beef is with the successive amount of owners who have just completely mismanaged this thing and with Gary Bettman because it's reached the point where it's just ridiculous now. It's ridiculous. How much more? How yeah. much more? Well, th- I feel you like know. there's two two things I want to mention here. First of all, yeah. Bettman constantly bailing owners out mm-hmm. doesn't really help with accountability no. in that respect. No. So sure even if they fail as an owner, they're like, well, the legal helped me out, so who cares? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Second, the Florida Panthers, we we are running joke for a very long time on this yep. show, was that people used to go to the games dressed as seats. Yep. Yeah. And look at them now. And look at them. Nobody's friggin' laughing now. Because finally, you know, their owner finally brought in some some decent hockey people and then stayed out of their way. Ooh, that was weird. his failing in the yeah. early years of his ownership, you know, was was listening to first of all, was listening to people who uh, basically tried to pull a coup on Dale Talon. Listen, you can say a lot of things about Dale Talon, and yes, the fax machine joke never gets old. We definitely have. The fax machine (laughs) joke will never get old. It wasn't even plugged in. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It'll never get old. But the fact of the matter was, is that, you know, he was, for his faults, though, you have to give Dale Talon credit. He was primarily responsible when he was in Chicago for building up the Blackhawks, okay? Stan Bowman came in and took it over and got to reap the glory. But it was Dale Talon who built the core of that team and brought in a lot of the players. I mean, yes, obviously he had a fax machine issue, but he knew talent and <laughs> built that team into a perennial Stanley Cup contender and winner. <clears throat> Excuse me. And while it was fits and starts with the Panthers, you look at most of the players on that team who drafted them, who traded for them, who signed them. Dale Talon. So you give credit where credit is due. If the Florida Panthers win the Stanley Cup this year, and that's not a joke now. You can yep. say that with a straight face and nobody's going to fucking laugh at you. Okay. It will be primarily because of Dale Talon. And what happened early in uh, Vinny Viola's ownership was there was basically a coup. They wanted to push Talon out of there because the build wasn't going as fast as they would have liked. So then they brought in a couple of analytics nerds who promptly Uh fucked up. And one of the fuck-ups was basically kicking Gerard Gallant, one of the most respected coaches in the NHL, basically kicking him into a curb and having him find his own fucking way home on a friggin' road trip, which which was pretty friggin' low, okay? And after that, Viola saw the error of his ways, brought Talon in, and then when it became obvious, okay, it's time maybe for a, 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 a different view here in the management seat, brought in Bill Zito, somebody who I cannot to this day understand why it took so long for somebody to hire him as a general manager. I've been beating that drum for 10 years that he should be hired as a general manager. And you're seeing the benefits of it now. Look at that team. Look at the moves he's made. That team's a Stanley Cup contender and is going to be a Stanley Cup contender for a while. Okay? So, yes, if you can bring in, if you can get an owner to bring in smart hockey people and get the fuck out of their way and let them do their jobs, let them build it and they will come. The team will be successful. The fans will pack the seats. 
you will have a contender and you won't be a joke anymore. But yeah. the problem is, is that, yeah, right now the Coyotes are so deep in the friggin' rabbit hole they're mired in right now with God only knows how long their ownership, their current ownership will, will have control of that team. They're, they're rolling the dice on this Tempe Arena project. And if it doesn't go off, they're fucked. That team yeah. will have to move. This is the last roll of the dice. I know we can say, oh, Bettman's always been able to find a way. If they can't get an arena built in Tempe, they're done. They will have to be relocated then. So, yeah, it's it's just a big roll of the dice right now. They're betting everything on, on this project going off and hoping against hope that they won't bleed so much money that by the time that arena opens, they won't have sold the team by then. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. So you, you talk about failure of ownership to hire the right people and step out of the way. I mean, you see that problem in sports all over the place. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's two franchises in football that I can think of that haven't won shit in the last 25 years, and that's the Redskins, well, excuse me, the Commanders, Commanders <laughs> and the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. And the, those two owners are front and center in trying to micromanage their their teams, not only their teams, but their front offices as well. One for better and one for worse. Yeah. Yeah, the well, Cowboys got it. Not even, got not even. the Cowboys haven't won anything. So yeah, they okay. Irvin, the Irvin era, the Aikman era, they won, but that was a long time ago. A yeah. long time ago. They have they name someone uh, of of a superstar power as Dak Prescott or Des Bryant in his day, in his day. He's trying to improve the team around him by getting good players whereas, you know, Schneider's just like Maybe I'll take over the ESPN radio so they talk good about me. Hmm. Right. See, it, to, to be fair, though, I mean, <laughs> Jerry Jones at least is making moves to make his team his team better. Dan, Dan Snyder is not. So credit where credit is due there. But either way, it did, hasn't worked out for the franchises, is my point. No. So, I mean, you see it. But then you look at an owner in the NBA like Mark Cuban with the Mavericks, who is front and center or was i guess i don't know if he still owns the team or not i, I i'm not sure he does i, I think he does yeah that's like, how that's how front and center he is you don't know if he owns the team anymore but 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 when they were winning championship at least really? one maybe two i don't remember i'm not i'm not an i'm not a basketball guy i don't know but they won at least one they championship recently turned. you saw him at center court like on the court but he, he wasn't it. he wasn't I trying just, to manage the roster no, of the team right. I, I like how you said it when they won championship. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, in my mind, I was like, I didn't want to say championships, but then again, nobody listening to this show knows anything about basketball, probably. So I don't. They'll say Dr. J was playing. <laughs> Wait, Dr. J's not playing? I know. I was as shocked as you when I found that out yesterday. God damn. Reading the He's going to be part of the halftime show next year, though. It's true. With everyone else. Dr. J, J Jordan comes out. Right. It's just an old school dunk contest at the uh, at the Super Bowl. <laughs> It'd be wonderful. I mean, so the Mavericks won. Uh, they've won four division championships, but the only NBA championship was in 2011. So they are the Cowboys, essentially. So 20, but 2011, that's you know, like 10 years ago, 11 years ago. So it's recent. So long it's ago. fairly recent. Kind of recent. Recent yeah. enough. But they're gonna have reunions soon. Yeah, not that recent. The point point being, though, you you see in oh some some owners you see know what to do, and it's hire the people who know what to the, what they're doing and get the hell out of the way. Okay. True. Speaking mm -hmm. of owner, I own this now. And this the other thing, and 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 something else too. You know, right. yeah, something else that grinds my gears. 
But, Something that oh. really grinds my gears. Is he going to turn into an Andy Rooney off? Is, is, yeah. is, 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 have you ever noticed? No. <laughs> no. Um, why is it that the NFL and the uh, winner of the Super Bowl, those get presented the Vincent K. Lombardi mm-hmm. trophy, it's given mm-hmm. to the owner. Mm-hmm. In Major League Baseball, the winner of the World Series, the trophy's presented first to the owner. You know, say what you will about the NHL. And, and, and Gord Miller, TSN, said it beautifully in a tweet. He said, you know, there's a lot of things that you can criticize the NHL for. But when it comes to an award ceremony, to awarding the championship trophy, they do it right. Mm-hmm. It's given to the team captain, and he passes it hand-to-hand to each player. The owner is among the last to pick that trophy up and hold so, it over so, Hold on. So go ahead. Go ahead, Scotty. Go. So they just don't want to slip on the ice. It's easy. Yeah, to get, that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Thank God for ice, or else they'd be. Yeah, you know, exactly. yeah. we, we you guys would have had to have seen that. Uh, you know. Uh, Actually, I don't think I would have hated Teddy Ballgame because well, he flipped the cup. No, but honest to God, it would have just ruined the moment of seeing it. Of seeing Ovi finally claim that one yeah. prize that has always eluded him for mm-hmm. so long. But it would have been fun to see Odie. Uh, Ovi check Teddy Ballgame so that he can get the cup. Oh, yeah. Yes. Get the, yeah, get out of the way, Teddy. So, I'll check you into the friggin' trip machine again. I saw that exact point get made on Twitter. It happens every forever, year, right? right? No, well, no. The point about American sports handing the the championship trophy to the owner. Yeah. And it was, it was the original comment that I saw, at least, that was made by, in in the context of European soccer. And I'm sure this is true for just about every league across the world besides yeah. North America. They were so confused that the Lombardi trophy got handed to the owners. Like, what What did the owner do to win yeah. this trophy? Besides the just box and open just... his checkbook. Who, yeah. like, what does he deserve the trophy first for? He paid for it. Yeah. That, what can be more American than that? Yeah. There you go. That's what. The morals do not belong to the workers. No, it belongs to the fat cat with the checkbook who bought and paid for the thing, baby. And don't you ever forget it because that's the American way. I mean, (laughs) that is that's spot on. You can't argue with that. Yeah, I'm saying it tongue in cheek. But at the same time, the truth is right there laying right in front of us. (laughs) There it is. But they also in the NFL have the, the I didn't see the trophy presentation because I couldn't care less. Um, is that like it seemed like they only have at least the ones that I've seen. They have the owner up there. They have the head coach and they have like two or three players. And then everyone else is underneath this big fucking stanchion or this big goddamn yeah. state they have on there, too. Like, well, that's kind of weird, huh? That's, uh... And baseball back in the day, they would just do it in the locker rooms. And then away yeah. they went. Like, they didn't even want to do it on the fucking field. So my point is this, is that uh, <laughs> if you're watching the trophy ceremony and analyzing it, um, fucking get outside, touch some grass. It's not that big of a deal. And by the way, Major League Baseball, <laughs> get a new trophy because that thing gets broken is, literally oh every year. Oh, my Lord, I know. Listen, every year. Costanza was able to drive in the parking lot with it, with Mr. Steinbrenner's trophy, didn't get fired for it. So if, he does, <laughs> if they can't re- resign it after that. You know. Like the little silver flagpoles. Come on, man. They're, of course, they're just begging to be snapped off. To be fair, when you look at it, Manfred's right. It's a useless piece of metal. Um, 
I think you can't even drink out of it. Can't you can't drink out of any of it. That should be point number one right there. All yeah, all of, yeah, that should be the biggest point. Not giving it to the owners is the fact you can't drink out of any of them except for the Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah. See, the Stanley Cup is the is the most perfect trophy for sports in the world. It I feel can, like it, it could the, be lighter. The the no 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 mm. no no. If you're no, gonna drink out no, of it, no, that, that, that like by yourself, that's a really hard thing tall. to drink out of. By no, no. Kyle, this is coming from the guy who's five three. So I think that <laughs> yeah, it's a drink. I mean, the cup comes up to my chest. It's yeah. a drink participation trophy. You know, you I'm can drink out of it. Your name is on it forevermore. You know, yes, they have to take bands off over time, but at least the bands go into the Hall of Fame, and like your name is still there forevermore. Okay, you can throw that puppy. Off of a friggin' hotel balcony, hit the edge of a pool, put huge dents in it. Ah, no biggie. You you know, you can sit on it, fall down on it, put big dents in it. No biggie. We'll take it away, bang it out of shape. There you go. It's the it's the work it's the working man's trophy. It really is. So there there was a Korean baseball team on their equivalent of their World Series. (laughs) Uh, That the, the the league trophy isn't. A big sword, but their team owner bought a huge sword, diamond encrusted, I want to say, when they won the championship and presented it to the team on the field. And there's, there's these amazing pictures of them holding up a, an outrageous sword during <laughs> the championship celebration. Let me pull so, it up. So you, what you're saying is, you're, is the owner was trying to compensate for something? Uh, I, I don't think that... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... There, can you can, can you guys see Hang that? On. No, no, not yet. You can't see it yet. Hold no, on. no. Uh, this is perfect radio. Great radio. <laughs> big, big two, big two. There, this is the good how, one. How about now? Is it working now? Oh my lord, Jesus! He's holding up Excalibur. That's like, that's like fucking. <laughs> that, is, that that I'm, I'm not gonna lie. That sword is awesome. That's <laughs> he, is that He Man sword. I think that's He Man sword. That, yeah, but you're like, right. That, that's, that's more He Man or, or Goldar for Money Morph and Power Rangers. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. They didn't actually win anything. No. Some tart in a lake threw it to them. <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. So yeah. Nice. There are there are some halfway decent trophies. But nothing does compare to this. You can't drink out of a sword. No. Let's put it that way. You can if you try. Try hard, hard enough. enough. <laughs> you could probably do a luge of some kind out of a sword. Maybe like a. It is. It is Winter Olympics time. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to find. So yeah. So while you're trying to find Lyle, I got a question for you. Yes. Uh, Martin Saint Louis. <laughs> I know it's a small sample size, but ah. what are your thoughts? Um, first of all, good pun. Uh, but <laughs> honestly, you know, you're seeing the compete level in the Canadians has improved considerably. And first of all, the fact that they, oh yeah, we need to compete, but they're still losing. So yeah, because the team still absolutely sucks this year. Most of their best players are injured, all but retired. You know, and they've been having to rely on on, you know, for half the season, pretty much half of the friggin Laval rocket <laughs> just to ice a friggin to meet the to meet the minimum requirement for a competitive team mm. in the NHL on any given night. But the big difference is the compete level has improved considerably because before they hired San Luis and we talked about it before um, we talked about it last week. 
you know, it it wasn't that Montreal was losing. It was how they were losing. They just, they just, you know, they weren't trying at all. There was just no try at all. There was no compete in them at all. They, you know, yeah, the players were all saying the right thing, but no, there was no compete level there. And now it's back. And yes, they're losing games. But I'll tell you, even though that score was five to two for Washington, the score flattered the Capitals. Let's be honest. They the first period was terrific for them. A um, couple of those goals were softies that Caden Primo gave up that he should mm-hmm. not have given up. But the next two periods, the second and third, was all Montreal. You know, it was just like holy, sh- holy shit. Who are these guys? Where have they been on most of the season? You know, and it's been the same thing in every game since. You want to talk, and you want to talk about one player who's definitely benefited from this is Cole Caulfield. Yep, he had one goal going back to November seventeenth, and he had two in his first three games. Would have been three, but one of them was disallowed because Tyler Toffoli jumped offside, and that's why he's in Calgary now. No, I'm kidding. Not that part. <laughs> but no, but seriously, I mean, Cole Caulfield. All of a sudden, it's like magically he regained his scoring touch. Gee, how did that happen? Oh, I don't know. We put him back with Nick Suzuki and had him playing power play minutes to boot. Geez, what a shock! He's scoring again. A scorer oh, is weird. scoring on a scoring line. Who would have guessed? One <laughs> wonder why he couldn't do that. You know, as a as a fourth line checker trying to kill penalties. Jesus. So yeah, um, I said the Canadians still got a long way to go. This team's gonna need a lot of work, but. Mm-hmm. I have to say, so far, I am impressed with what I've seen out of Martin Saint Louis so far. I yep. mean, even even the drills that he did. I mean, one of the big things that he did that caught my eye uh, for for practice drills is he did one where you basically shorten the ice. You know, yeah. you just no, but you put the nets right at center on either end of center ice instead of down their normal thing. You shorten the ice because what he's trying to get these guys to do is to is to play by their instincts. Mm-hmm. Get back to playing by their instincts and not and try basically to get the system that they were playing before out of their system and get used to trusting their instincts and try to up their tempo and get them skating faster and thinking quicker and passing quicker and shooting quicker. And you can see the difference. It's working already. Now, I'm not saying, oh, yes, this. Oh, yeah, that makes him coach of the year. But it's 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 a promising start. It's a promising yep. start. Well, I'm glad to hear he's growing on you, and oh, hopefully the rest of the Montreal grown, but he has fans. Grown on me thus far. Yeah, we'll see how long the honeymoon lasts among uh, the Montreal media. They love him right now. We'll, we'll, you know, they'll probably love him for the rest of the year because the team is just is just horrible, and there's nothing he can do. Hell, yeah, you know, yeah. <clears throat> the ghost only one way to go come back and couldn't scare this team back into being a, a, a playoff yeah. club. But if he comes back and coaches next year, let's see how they're doing by midseason. By that point, when if they haven't improved, yeah. But, they should love him way more than they hate him. It's true. That's what 50 taught us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good work. Um, so, yeah, you uh, the aforementioned Tyler DeFoley trade, uh, mm-hmm. Tyler Pitlick, uh, Emil Henneman, a first and a fifth to Montreal on the backwards. It's not bad. DeFoley no. then makes an immediate impact with Calgary. That was a sick pass. Fantastic. And a great goal. But yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, he'll maybe he helps uh, Sean Monahan uh, recover recover his some of his offensive game that's disappeared in the last couple of years. True, very true. So I mean, I think it's a good move all around. Build for the future. Yep. Get some, uh, and they get it. They get the third pit lick. Yes, because they, there's they 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 got one more pit lick to go. 
Exactly. <laughs> what are they fucking like infinity stones? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> you, ju- you, you just know that Ken, Ken Hughes is sitting there going over oh, with pick legs. Okay, got him, got him, need him, got him, got him. Mood, mood. My God. If they get all of them and they put them in the glove, do they automatically win? <laughs> exactly. They automatically get the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so I just Pat- love the Habs fans losing their minds about what a horrible return that Montreal got. And I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. You got a first. Yeah. You got a, you've got a pretty good prospect, you know. Um, and you got a pit lick. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So, right now they have the brothers Rem and Rhett. Yep. The and the cousin Tyler. Cousin Tyler. Uh, yep. So they just need Lance. Lance was their dad, so they need to hire him. Was uh, <laughs> they need to hire him as a coach or scout? Yeah. But if they got two stalls, they could have a full house. Ha! <laughs> hey, there it is. They had yeah, one last year, and they gave him up. Yeah, we had we had half of one. Yeah. Well, that's because the other stall didn't hit on the river. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's got three pit licks and a stall. Ready to go. Oh. Ah, oh. son of a Jake Allen. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Always on the always on the river. Always. Oh. Then you try to bluff your way out and you can't do it. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, you got me dead to rights. Three pit licks and Allen and <laughs> oh. and every time. Every goddamn time. Um, of course, Lyle, the one thing that we are definitely looking for when it comes to the trade deadline is gold tightening and, it, you know, the dam is burst with Andrew Hammond going to the Canadians uh, because I guess they didn't want to pay a beer league goalie, uh, the league minimum. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty that. cheap when it comes to beer league goalies, Montreal. Yeah. No, they need to get Caden Primo back down yeah, to, yeah. to Laval so it didn't totally destroy what was left of his confidence. I don't, again, it, it it's not the kid's fault. It's it was the quality of the team that was in front of him, and you know, but yeah, he still needs some more uh, some more AHL seasoning. So, uh, you know, hey, good idea to bring it. You know, they they could have had Aiden Hill. They could have claimed him off waivers over two weeks ago from the Buffalo Sabers and didn't bother, which kind of troubled me because I was like, guys, you you do know you're kind of thin on the old goaltending depth there. Might be a good idea to grab this guy, but hey, you get Andrew Hammond, not bad. Didn't cost you very much to get him, so you know, you know. Again, stopgap. I mean, this you know they're not they're not going anywhere they're except down they're the only thing they're, they're uh, in line for is is winning the draft lottery that's the only thing they got a chance of winning this year so hey point yeah. point of order um did Aiden Hill get picked up by Aiden Hill Aaron Dell sorry Aaron, Aaron Dell, Dell. Yeah. I keep confusing those two I am so sorry wait I that's not Aaron Dell oh Aaron I'm thinking Aaron Ness. Aaron Dell yeah, yeah Aaron. Aiden Hill's with um San Jose I believe it is yes yeah, he, he is the uh because he did go down to the Barracudas but I think that was conditioned yeah yeah but yeah but Aaron Dell did play for the Sharks not too long ago, so we can. Yeah, he did. And that's where the confusion comes in because now he's with the Sabres. Like, I, yeah. yeah. Ah. Well, not anymore. Well, no. Not anymore. He's with the uh, Amherst or somebody who, you know. Yeah. Allows body check. Exactly. <laughs> um, he's like a third defenseman back there in that he set pit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but a third defenseman be... who suckers people. Yeah. Exactly. Go ahead, Scotty. Uh, no, go ahead. I was going to ask about, so I, I was confusing Aaron Dell with Aaron Ness, and the reason why I even thought of the name Aaron Ness is because of the Olympics, because he's playing for Team USA. Sure. So have you guys been watching? Are you impressed? Are you impressed with any? And I know USA beat Canada, so I'm sorry, Lyle, but they're, they're, both, out. Me. Could they're give both, a shit. both out. They're both out now, so who cares? 
They're both yeah. out? What they the hell? Bad, yeah, yeah US, US lost and Canada lost today. Yep. Their, their today day was yeah. a lot like you're sleeping after sleep. Today <laughs> was today was not a, I was I was uh definitely not watching any games. The today. only was, the only the, the only hockey that I'm going to be watching is gonna be the women's gold medal one between Tonight. Canada and the US. Tonight Yes again, and I don't care because that's the best women's hockey and uh, yeah, we get, need to serve the best. To, to oh get, to quick get question, up. guys. Very quick yeah. question. Okay. Women's hockey, does it belong in the Olympics? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Good. We've got that sorted. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, so, I asked that question last week. Yeah, last I was week. Like, what did I miss? Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so to the uh, the post-media pundit who asked that question, um, there, we've solved the riddle for you. You could have come to us and saved yourself a shit ton of ratio on Twitter, but there you are. Right, Some people got to learn the hard way. Point, Moving on. Point of order. Um, yep. Lyle definitely got that anesthesia good because we did talk about this last week with jen i so, thought we did yeah <laughs> i thought we did because <laughs> we were talking about rosie DeMeo. oh well okay. no it wasn't just rosie too i mean oh. uh michael trachus of uh, post media uh, oh, yeah. oh, earlier funny. this week so yeah he's saying yeah. you know like it, it wasn't being snotty i see rosie demano was just with- being just being snotty and I'm being polite. I don't want to say what. Polite. Polite. That's <laughs> being snotty. Um, Michael Trakos was just asking just an innocent enough question because he just basically, you know, he, he, because I think he's just tired of seeing Canada, U.S., Canada, U.S., Canada, U.S. The other nations are still struggling to keep up to the level that Canadian and American women are. Um, and he just got hammered. Right? Yeah. Well, Go ahead. The one that said that the U.S. and Canada should play a seven-game series for gold and and silver, and that everybody else should play a tournament for bronze. There's a lot of people who have said that. Yeah, and it's stupid yeah. because yeah. It, you know, yeah, I know it's Canada, U.S., Canada, U.S., Canada, U.S. But these the, the European teams are getting better, and it's not going to be mm-hmm. too much longer before you know it's not going to be Canada and U.S. in the fun. I mean. Re- Jesus, guys, back in the, <laughs> here I go, but in my old Manny tone, but back in the 70s and 80s, yes, but back in the 70s and 80s, all hockey fans talked about, you're talking international hockey was Canada, Canada, Russia, or Canada, Soviet Union. That's all people pretty much talked about. Yes, 1980 and the Miracle on Ice, but that was just one of the biggest upsets. After Ooh, that, the Americans didn't get a sniff of a gold week. medal with, of a gold medal game again. Okay, it was always Canada, US, or Canada, USSR, Canada, USSR, and then it'd be Canada, Russia, Canada, Russia, Canada, Russia. But then lo and behold, the European teams got better. And now, even with even if this Olympics had been the NHL's best had been there, there is no guarantee that Canada was going to get to the final, that the United States was going to get to the final, God, that, that Russia or Sweden point. or Finland was going to get to the final because those five teams I just rattled off are the very best hockey playing nations in the world when it comes to men's hockey. They are the absolute fucking best. So that's how far we've come from international hockey only just being a talk of Canada, Russia, or Canada, USSR, and oh, oh, maybe the Czechs might once in a while sneak in, or oh, look, the United States, a uh, bunch of college kids pull off a miracle, a one-timer. No, now if you saw if you saw a final of USA and Finland, everybody would sit down and go, "Damn, man, this is going to be a good series. This, uh-huh. this is going to be a good game. This mm-hmm. is going to be a great gold medal game." If you said, "Oh, it's going to be Canada, Sweden, Canada, Sweden," Jesus, this is going to be fantastic. You know, agreed. You know, so it's just the problem with for women's hockey. It's just, as I said, 
the, the Canadian American women have been so far ahead for so long and the other countries have been trying to catch up, trying to catch up, trying to catch up. And they're getting there. They're getting there. My God, think back 20 years. Think back 30 years when this started. I can remember when watching women's hockey when it first started. And, it, you know, nobody took any, any of the other countries seriously. I mean, my God, they used to play Canada or the United States would play one of the European countries and they would crush them by double digits. It was an embarrassment. And now they're getting closer. Oh, yeah, because they're beating them eight to nothing. No, four to one, you know, three nothing. It's not an easy win anymore. You could take that narrative and take women's hockey completely out of it and talk about the World Cup, Mm -hmm. men's soccer, right? Yeah. In, In the first. I don't know. I'm I'm going back to 1930 here and looking at the champions up to the 80s, mm-hmm. and it, the, those the, those like championships cups? got spread across like six countries. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I was gonna say. I thought it was Uruguay, like Italy, Germany, Brazil, and England slid in there once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's coming home. Home, oh, it's coming home. Right, <clears throat> and then Argentina started winning because Maradona came along. Right, so you throw in a seventh there in in seventy eight when John was born. Yeah, there you go. So he's got a, ever the, since the, I was born, there are a lot more teams that win the uh, World Cup. Yes, I don't know how that works. Thank you, Johnny. Yeah, I so brought it. So in in I'll, I'll take credit for that. In yeah. twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, it took until France in ninety eight for someone. You know, besides England in 66, for someone that hadn't won a World Cup before, <clears throat> like, you know, there were there were teams with multiple World Cups, right? Mm-hmm. England was so the only one that won. Years. England was the only one that won one World Cup up until that point. Up until that point, there were teams that had won multiple World Cups that kept winning World Cups yeah. until France won in 98. And this mm-hmm. thing started in 1930. That's how long it took international soccer, men's soccer, mm-hmm. to get to the point where you're starting to see new champions. And then Spain comes along. Mm-hmm. Right? They were joking. And then France did it again in 2018. But yeah, I mean, you're still seeing multiple champions. You're still seeing it evolve yes. a little bit in men's it's getting soccer. Better. But, and uh, I get it. Well, and it's funny you mentioned this to the sideline. You're talking about men's soccer. Here in Canada right now, everybody is losing their fucking minds yeah. about the Canadian team. Yeah, they're real good. Oh, God, they're doing, yeah. I mean, this is a team that is poised to to get into the World Cup for the first time since, what was it, 1980-something? I can't remember, you know. It's been that long, you know. It hasn't been at any point where the U.S. has made the World Cup. And the first time the U.S. made the World Cup after the 50s was 1990. Yeah, you know, and that was a big deal. Apparently, the United States came in third in 1930 in the inaugural year. So they did, but there were only four teams in that. Yeah, so it really don't count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you know, it is evolving. Like even countries like Canada, where soccer wasn't that good. I mean, you know, yeah, we were a soccer playing country here, but it's you know, it was. I mean, like I said, I played it. You know, as a kid in the in the 70s, I played it. It was you know, but it wasn't on the same level as hockey was obviously or even lacrosse lacrosse was still really lacrosse is still very popular here but it's not as popular as it was in the 70s i can say i can tell you that it was really popular back then eastern shore took that over but um yeah but um along with the no but but seriously but to see how far it's come now 
to you know like people are getting excited and and soccer soccer has really grown here in this country so it's like yeah you know people are here are getting really really excited that hey canada's canada has a chance to 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 qualify for the world cup they could get in and so like they said now they get in yeah they probably won't win a game but who knows right so i mean look at the smaller countries for crazy look at freaking iceland for god's sake that was one of the best memories ahead, not of the last World Cup, the one before. You know, like everybody loved them. My God, look at look at Croatia, look at Croatia. All right, Monk and Mick, can we oh. stop the soccer shit for a second here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, enough about the soccer. Uh, I got ten anyway, blocks right here. Anyway, my point. My point is, give women's hockey more I time. Wonder- for yes, that was my point too. Yeah. Yes. What? It takes time. Yes. Yeah, and uh, and money. So, and my, and that's my my point is if these yeah. federations see or hear the buzz that these you know up up uh, snooty American and Canadian journalists are talking about, will they pile more money into the women's program? Which well, they yeah. Should. And these days there's more there's more money, technology's improving faster. There's uh, you know more opportunity. Right. It's not going to take 50 years like it did right. for yeah. men's soccer at the World Cup. It's going to take and, maybe 10 years. And I want. I also wonder if, if the Premier Hockey Federation continues to grow, if that will not draw in more talent, yeah. more people will come in, and that will make the things even even better. But yeah. of course, you have this rogue unit of uh, women's hockey in America, where just the Olympic team, and none of them play for the pro league, and it's kind of bizarre. Yeah. But here we are. Uh, oh, well. Growing pains. It'll get there. And yes, Mark, the uh, U.S. lost in a shootout, and Canada got shut out. Yeah. So, Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Well, by the way, right. I, I will say this. China didn't perform as bad as I thought they would. Agreed. Yep. I Agreed. They performed very well considering they only scored four goals across their four games, but they didn't get completely yep. blown out. Yeah. So they did ban so it, their goalie from speaking English, though. Well, you know, these things happen. Yeah. These things happen. You get an interpreter, and where you go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so basically, so who did worse, Italy and Torino or China in Ooh. China? <laughs> I couldn't remember where it was hosted. Beijing? Beijing. Is it Beijing? Beijing. Okay, so Beijing. Uh, Can uh, I just say very quickly, I loved seeing the ski jumping from from Beijing, you know, with the uh, the the Springfield uh, nuclear towers oh, right yeah. behind them. <laughs> ah, and you, that, got, and you come for the scenery at the Olympics. You come for the scenery at the Beijing Olympics, baby. Woo! Uh, let me see here. Where did Italy? Italy finished. Uh, Italy played five games. They had three losses and two draws. Okay, oh. sounds sounds like Italy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, not the losses, but the draws. They had yeah. nine goals for twenty three against, so minus fourteen. That, the, I think, the China lost. Eight nothings, three to two, seven two, and five nothing. Um, so goal differential, I think, was a little different. But uh, Italy played okay, I guess, all things considered. They tied Switzerland, so it was a very neutral game. That's a huge plus. Uh, hey, <laughs> <laughs> and they tied Germany too, so that's a that's a good one too. Yeah, I don't have any puns for their flag. No, no, we can't, not anymore. Um, but I think I guess by the fact that they actually drew, uh, Italy performed better. So congratulations. Yeah. Mark and I have uh, an authentic Italian Nike Swift jersey. Yeah, you can get Jason Musati on there. You're fucking. 
What what big Italian name can we put on Johnny's jersey? Let's find that out. Alessandro Del Piero. They're perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, if I got a Del Piero <laughs> Italian hockey jersey, that'd be. <laughs> How about Tony Tuzolino? That's a good name. It's a good name. That, you, you're reading the cast list of The Sopranos. Oh, I would Manuel de Tone. <laughs> uh, Gunter Hell. That's a good name. I don't even think that's. Oh, Gunter Hell. Oh, wow. There you go. It's go uh, to hell. Michelle Strazabasco. That's a good name there. That's a lot. You're gonna get more, more bang for your buck on that one. I can't yeah. wait until we uh, until we red out ice and everybody like wears jerseys and I'm wearing my Italian national team jersey. <laughs> exactly. Tony Iob, I O B. I don't know how you. Yeah. Christian Borgatello. Perfect. Mark Andre Fleury. No, that's our next conversation and topic. Ah. Uh, he's rejected the Capitals. He's uh, not going to Vegas. Reportedly, yep. Reportedly. Allegedly. Well, the, the Capitals thing is reportedly. The uh, Vegas thing is uh, straight from the horse's mouth being uh, Golden Knights general manager Kelly McCrimmon. He, he stepped on that pretty quick and pretty hard. <laughs> Where does M.A. Fleury land, Lyle? Where is the final? Is he just going to stay in Chicago? <clears throat> I, well... I don't see many uh, places where he can go. I mean, he, he he was interviewed today and he said, yes, if if he was traded, he said, if, if, twice, to stress the point, if well, he was I traded. I think also because his English isn't still in that great, so he's just trying to think of words afterwards. He speaks uh, English better than you, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what doesn't take much. But no, but he said, if he Canadian. got traded, he would want to go to, you know, a cup contender. If he if he could have and there's just not too many cup contenders out there that are going to be beaten down the door, um, even to go to playoff contender um, like Washington, I would say would be, you know, probably the best choice just because if you put him between the pipes, Washington will play a heck of a whole lot better uh, than they have with Vanacek and uh, Samsonov as their tandem in there to have uh, an actual experienced uh, Vezina caliber goalie between the pipes again. I, you know, just call me crazy. I think that might make a difference for the Caps. Anyway, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but uh, beyond that, I mean, you know, some puns still suggest, well, what about Edmonton, to which I laugh hysterically because it's just, I, I don't see him waving his no trade to go to Edmonton. They go, what about Connor McDavid? To which I would reply, what about him? Yeah. <laughs> you know, people got to get this image out of their head very quickly that, oh, you know, people want to come and play for Edmonton to be able to play alongside Connor McDavid. No, 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 they really don't. No. So, because, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, they don't because most most of them don't want to go and live in that Edmonton fishbowl where you have Oilers. You know, people talk about Toronto and Montreal. Holy shitballs. Edmonton. They will they will eat you alive. Holy crap. You know, it, like if you're not the, the reincarnation of Wayne Gretzky or Mark Massier or Glenn Anderson or Grant Fuhrer or Paul Coffey, they hit your guts. Yeah. The well, not only person- that, but a, a goaltender <clears throat> cares yeah. more about how Darnell Nurse is playing than how Connor McDavid is playing. Yeah. Right? You could win games 8-7 to seven if you really want to, but as a yeah. goaltender, you're going to want some defense. Yeah, exactly. Something else that's been an issue for them, too, and they're discovering Duncan Keith's not quite good enough to cover that up. Oh, if it only had been the Duncan Keith of 2015. Ah, well, can't have everything, can we? Uh, but, 
Yeah, I mean, look, the Oilers could definitely use Marc-Andre Fleury because what they've got right now is is just Ken Holland. Uh, I, I don't know for the life of me why he put signing Zach Hyman, winger, over getting a quality goaltender. Not for lack of trying, because he did try to get Jacob Markstrom, but Markstrom wound up going to Calgary. Um, and he had other, he was in on other goaltenders last year. Um, but it, I don't know. It just seemed like he, he was trying to, 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 to address like four or five different things instead of really narrowing the focus down on what's the one thing we really need right now. If we're going to, you know, not just make the playoffs, but actually, oh, I don't know, maybe win a round or two. How about solid goaltending? And so far, that's a, that's a classic failure. I mean, you bring back Mike Smith. Bless his heart, Mike Smith is still playing well, but Mike Smith is uh, 87 years old and he gets hurt if you sneeze on him. And they signed him. They said, you know what? Let's sign him to a two-year contract. Hey, and give him a no-movement clause to boot. There you go. Um, he's he's playing like he has a no-movement clause, though. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, But, yeah, he's been hurt for half the season, too. And you get the inconsistent Miko Koskinen. And then, you, you know, w- w- when you hear Oilers fans pinning their hopes on an inexperienced goalie like Stuart Skinner, and, again, I'm not dumping on Stuart Skinner. Bless his heart. Maybe he'll become a good, reliable NHL goalie, but – if you're relying on him to get you to the playoffs and win a couple of rounds, oh man, you know, come on. So it's like, yeah, I really don't see Mark Andre Fleury wanting to go to that team. I don't think he looks at that team and thinks, yeah, yeah, there's a there's a Stanley Cup contender. I don't even think he looks at that team and can say with any confidence that's a playoff contender right now. Sure, they're in playoff contention now. They won three games, but they're only just like one point. It's that's how tight things are in the Pacific Division right now. They're they're sitting in third place in the Pacific Division, and I believe they're one point up on uh, you know the Dallas Stars and uh, there's another one there. I think they're 54, 53 points who are sitting just outside the playoff picture. That's how tight it is there right now. So they are not by any means a, a surefire lock to make the playoffs. So if Flurry wants to go to a playoff to a playoff club, to a team that's looking for a goaltender. Boston. Man. No, yeah, there it is, Boston. We got it. Yeah, no, they're looking for a second line center. Uh, but it'd have to be, I'd say it's either Washington or, or you're just going to finish the season in Chicago, bud. You know, I, and you hear that, well, okay, that Washington tried and it's not going to happen. And that started the rumor that, well, yeah, that uh, Fleury shot it down because he still feels that loyalty towards the Penguins. And it would feel weird for him if he was to play for the Caps after, you know, being a rival against them for so long. Maybe that's the case. But it, yeah, it's like, well, if you want to make the playoffs, how badly do you want to make the playoffs? If you don't, well, enjoy the rest of your time in the Windy City going nowhere. Maybe you can sign with a playoff club this summer. Edmonton is currently tied with the LA Kings <laughs> on 55 points, and Edmonton is in the playoffs because they played one last game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <coughs> and, and by and the that's way, that's for the second wild card in the West. If, if you have the opportunity to get traded to someone 75% of the way through the season that looks like a playoff contender, you should probably take that instead yeah. of waiting until someone is 0% of the way through the season and hoping that they might turn out to be a good team. Yeah, exactly. Say what you will about Washington and their struggles right now. They would have to just totally collapse over the remainder of this season to miss the playoffs. 
I mean, seriously, yes, they're in the first, yes, they're in the first wild card spot, but they're they're like what twelve points up on Detroit, who's who's and and 13. they're how many? Thirteen. Thirteen. Washington has sixty three points yeah. out of fifty one games, and yeah. Detroit has fifty points out of uh, fifty games. That's right, and I believe Boston, who was the second one, they they have fifty seven. Uh, Boston's in the second wild card yeah. at 58. 58, okay. Jeez, just off by but one But they only played two. 47 <clears throat> games so far, too. Yeah. But, I mean, Boston and, as I said, Boston and Washington, unless both those clubs just absolutely shit the bed the rest of the way, they are not going to miss the playoffs. So, you know, if you're Marc-Andre Fleury and you want to go to a playoff, because I'm sorry, Colorado, Colorado is not going to come calling for you. Apparently they're, you know, apparently they're they're willing to stick with Darcy Kemper and and Pavel Francis, and they're apparently they're they? their big Jones right now is to try and get Claude Claude uh, Giroux, Giroux from Philadelphia. So you're not going to go to to Colorado, you know, unless something comes up, or unless you know, unless Kelly McCrimmon is 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 faking all all of us out, and he is planning on bringing Fleury back for a triumphant final curtain call. Maybe that happens, but. You know, I'd say the options are pretty limited for Marc Andre Fleury if he wants to to play for a playoff team this year. I'm telling you, Haglin and some other monies going the other way. Huh? That's all I'm saying. We can make this happen. <laughs> they already took Troy Brower off us yeah, one see? time. So, yeah. oh no, wait, no, it wasn't them. Damn it, that was the Blues, was the Blues. in the Oshie ah, trade. But he wound up in Chicago. Oh no, we came from Chicago. Okay. Damn it, you know what? I forget. Oh. <laughs> Close. We're getting we're hitting around it, Mark. We're gonna get there eventually, buddy. Yeah. Um who's who's who all right, so what are the people that are highly sought after now, Lyle? It's Flurry and what's the field? Oh well let's see. Um, you know, uh, there would be uh John Klingberg and uh Joe Pavelski if the Dallas Stars decide to sell. Spoiler alert, they're not going to sell right now. Because they're battling like hell to try and, and qualify for one of those playoff spots, unless they unless they tumble out over the next four weeks, don't don't look for them. But they're yeah, their teams are interested in them. Uh, you know, Jacob Chikrin is still drawing interest because people love that contract, but that asking price is is pretty high. So, like I said, I'm not expecting him to to uh, to go. Benchuria, Montreal Canadiens, that one's kind of interesting. Because now it's not just enough. Now it's apparently Montreal won't just get a first round pick. Oh, no, no. They could get a first and a third like the David Savard deal last year. Um, if Montreal can pull that off, I applaud uh, Jeff Gordon and uh, Ken Hughes for pulling that off. Uh, my my expectation are, yeah, you'll get a decent second rounder or maybe a, a, a quality prospect. That's where I'm going with that. But yeah, Ben Chiria is getting drawing a lot of interest. Um, I mentioned Claude Giroux as well. Uh, JT Miller. There's a name, you know, the Vancouver Canucks, the Canucks leading scorer. But there's been a lot of talk that Jim Rutherford is and, and his staff are uh, listening to offers. Now, listening is one thing, you know, but Acting if, <laughs> if somebody like that, I'll put it this way, the New York Rangers. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of talk tying them to the Rangers because the Rangers, they got a shit ton of cap space. They got a lot of depth in young players and, and prospects that a lot of teams would want. And I think if it, you know, the Rangers are well positioned that they, they could pick up a couple of players, a couple of notable players on the board um, to make if they want to make a run for it, like, you know, for rental rental guys or a guy for a guy like JT Miller, 
if you get him, you could you've got him for another season. So if you if they don't re-sign Ryan Strom, well, there's your second line center for next season, kids. And if he enjoys being back on you know on Broadway, you you have a chance at re-signing him after next season. So JT Miller, yeah, there's there's a name there that that uh, is drawing a lot of interest too. I mentioned Flurry, one name to keep uh, keep an eye out for, and maybe this is one, maybe that might help the uh, the Capitals. Little blast from your past, named Semyon Varlamov. Ooh, you know, I was wondering about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because uh, Ilya Sorokin has pretty much nailed down that starter's job this season. He's been one of the few bright spots in what's been just a crappy season for the Islanders. Uh, But but, I mean, you know, Sorokin's numbers—you look at them—and he's among the—he's in the top ten in almost every category except wins, right? I mean, his his save percentage, goals against average, shutouts, he, he's right up in there with the best. And that's pretty damn good on a team that has, you know, that loses more games than they win right now. So Varlamov now, he's got a 16-team no trade. Uh, his cap hit is definitely more affordable than Flurry's. His is, I believe, five mil. But five he's got five. another year to it. And he's got another year, yeah. So you'd be picking this guy up and and if you're the Capitals, well, you know what you you know what you're getting with him. Um, and he's matured quite a lot since his, you know, his his early days with the Caps. And uh, yeah, he, you know, he he had an injury issue and, and it was a little bit slow uh, to start the season. But I think part of his struggles, too, was just because the yeah, the Islanders were just having just a but they just had a horrible first half and that just derailed their their entire season. But I think. Maybe that's an option. Now, you know, you're dealing with Lou Lamarillo, so you know it's going to cost you. But, you know, maybe keep an eye on that. I think Varlamov would, would waive his, his no trade. I think that the Caps would be on his list of, of preferred trade destinations. I, I think he'd welcome that opportunity. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Unrice unsaid. Um, anything else, Lala, we may have missed? Mm, no, I think we got pretty much, pretty much. Uh, pick 'em segment. Last week, Jen won. Yes. Big winner. Yay! <laughs> Way to go, Jen. She's uh, the only one that does research. Yes. Right. Rest uh, of us uh, yeah. Lyle much. second, Johnny third. Me and Mark just happy to be here. <laughs> uh, for the year, Lyle bumps into first place. One who puts the pressure on him to pick actual champion. Yeah, I know, right? I'm second. <laughs> Johnny in third and Mark in that valuable. I didn't, you know, I didn't want to pick anyway spot, which means he's going to win it all. Going to win it all. So you got to get in that yeah. spot and you're good to go this week. Yeah. The E C H L. He's done them in a little while. I don't think. Been a minute. Yeah, yeah, been a little while. Been a little while. Been a while. Uh, the echo. Mark, you're up first, sir. Am I? You are, bud. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. Boy, howdy! Yeah. In honor of my uh, my family of animals and t- children tending to those animals, I'm gonna go to the Indiana <laughs> Farmers Coliseum. Hey, give me the Indy Fuel. Give you go. Give you fuel. Give you fire. Give you that. You <laughs> yeah, you're here. Uh, so I got two in the uh, in the in the chamber here. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering where I go. Do I go with the uh, yeah, or I go with the hmm? You know, I'm gonna go I with mean, this. One. I'm gonna go uh, combine my favorite 
medium or, or my first medium of television. And then uh, my least favorite serial killer. I'm going to the Cable Dahmer Arena in Independence, <laughs> Missouri and picking the Kansas City Mavericks. <laughs> nice. For a second? Oh, yeah. Uh, never mind. I won't say it. <laughs> Johnny? Some things are just best left unsaid. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna uh, uh, go back to something Mark said earlier uh, in this show, and I'm going to give a shout-out to Mark Cuban and uh, pick oh. the team that plays in the uh, Maverick Center. Uh, that is the Utah Grizzlies. Hey, nice. there you go. And Lyle, what's your wrestling pick of the week? It's going to be the Rapid City. Ah, what a rush. They, they, I, I, will res- I respect the hell out of the fact that they I called their arena just the monument. That's fantastic. Monument. Well, I'm sure they didn't call it that. The people who built it is, but the monument is fa- fantastic. Oh, can, can you just hear the call from that game, you know, and as they go to commercial, it's like live from the monument you're watching. <laughs> yeah, it's Disney, amazing. Yeah. Oh. That's way better than the Credit Union of Texas Event Center. Oh, my Christ. Yeah, but that just screams <laughs> uh, tradition and legacy and history. It doesn't just dripping with history of that name, baby. Or Holy the fuck, I hate I, that, you know. You know what I know something that grinds my gears is this naming arenas, giving these naming rights for arenas to make money. I I absolutely friggin' despise it. I yeah. absolutely despise it. It's yeah. just cookie cutter arenas, different. Ah, yeah, you know what? Garbage. Corporate sponsorship's terrible. Now let's go to the Aura Ring, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, ha ha, fuck you. We are going to April sixth, two thousand and one. Oh no, game eighty one. Ladies and gentlemen, we go to the XL Energy Center. Terrible. Oh, of no. course we do. We go to the Columbus Blue Jackets in Minnesota Wild. For fuck's sake. Post oh, deadline. Uncle. <sighs> Ice cream uncle. Oh, please, uh, God. Oh, this Jacket. is after the trade deadline? Post trade deadline. Game 81. Uh, yeah, it better be. <laughs> the Blue Jackets are, at this point, after this game, are 27, 39, 9, and 6. The Wilder 25, 38, 13, and 5. Oh, uh, man. A battle. A battle of the. Uh... <laughs> you know, I'm starting to see why Sean. I think I'm starting to see Sean O's point here now. <laughs> oh, my God. We did these teams last <sighs> week. I How know. Much changed? They we'll still suck. <laughs> Lyle, what do you got? Oh, fuck. <laughs> They're still shitty. <laughs> Andrew Burnett. <laughs> Andrew Burnett. Traded. Corey. Not on oh, the. Oh, <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> Mark Philip Kuba. Philip Kuba is on that board. <sighs> there it is. <sighs> Johnny. Wow. Uh, Dwayne Rollison. Sorry, did not play in this game. Lyle. Manny Fernandez. <laughs> Sorry, did not play. <laughs> oh, <up>. no. <laughs> Mark. <clears throat> oh, God, Steve no. Mason. Steve Mason. Sorry, did not play in this game. <laughs> oh, God, no. Back on to Johnny. Patrick Laleeb. Patrick, nope, sorry. <laughs> Lyle. Marion Gabrick. Marion Gabrick, not in this game. <laughs> played in this game. God damn, so you. good. It's game 81, Lyle. Of course he's injured. This is of course so he's <laughs> beginning the trend that would dominate his career. Rick Nash. Rick Nash, not even trapped <laughs> yet. Nope. Damn injured. it. Johnny. Teddy Ruth. Teddy, sorry. <laughs> Might have been born. 
Uh, <laughs> Lyle. Um, Wes Waltz. Wes Waltz is on the ball. Yes! Hey! Hey! There, we did it, everybody. Oh, I don't like this Thank game. You. Have a great <laughs> Mark. Manny Malhotra. Manny Malhotra, not on the board. What? Johnny. Jesus Brad Bombardier. Brad Bombardier is on the board. Oh, my God. Not a Bombardier. Not a Brad Bombardier. Ah, we've all got one. Hooray, Lyle. Um. Oh fuck! I'm trying to think of On Washington. The board. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying. Stephen, to oh fuck! You're right. <laughs> yeah, hang on. I'm trying to think of Blue Jackets. Give me a second. Good luck. Um, uh, yeah, I know, right? Um, Rustislav Klesla. I don't know. Rusty Klesla not on the board. Ah, oh. uh, Mark. Jeff Good. Sanderson. Not on the ball. Damn it. <laughs> Not playing this game. He oh, was man. Johnny. Oh, man. Andrew Brunette. Already said. Already said. Already said Go, just pivot to Castles. <laughs> Andrew Castles. <laughs> Not on the board. <laughs> Lyle. Um, I, I can think see I him. said Andrew Brunette. I can see him now. Defenseman. Block shots. Um, yep. <laughs> And Tom Volchenkov. Uh, not there either. Oh, fuck. Mark. One of the coins. <laughs> Sorry, none of the coins. It's a poor, it's a poor oh, game. Uh, <laughs> Johnny. Sheldon Surrey. Sorry, not there. Let's end this End this with last call. God, this is brutal. I think this is oh, the yeah. worst one we've ever had, statistically. Pretty bad. Because we've rapid-fired a lot of these. Oh, Lyle, I mean, this is a terrible game. Yeah, it's a fucking awful game. I think we've come to the end of the, these two teams for this year. Well, this game three of uh, game three of three. We only have done two games. You got to figure what's coming next week. Oh, fuck. Uh, I would love to see an Atlanta Thrashers contest. Now. Oh, right. Atlanta Thrashers, Columbus Blue uh, Jets. Oh, no, I might have oh, purged the you. Thrashers. All right, um, Lyle, last pick. OK, um. I'll go with my namesake, Lyle Odeline. There it is, Lyle Odeline. Yes. Yes. I only remember that because I'll, it was Jen who said that last week. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right, Lyle Odeline. My and namesake. I'll also go with his namesake, Luke Richardson. Luke Richardson. Good one. There. I appreciate no? the thought, man. Ah, I appreciate it. the thought, buddy. Johnny, <laughs> last, last pick. Um, <sighs> Bob Beers. No, Bob. Oh, but I like it. Good idea. Rattle her off, bud. All right, here we go. Columbus, Serge Alban, <laughs> Radim Bachanik, Bill Bowler, Matthew Darsh, Bruce Gardner, Jean-Luc Grandpierre, Caps Power Play Master Jamie Hewitt, <laughs> Mike Maniluk, Chris Nielsen, Pateri Numalainen, Lyle Odeline was mentioned, Darren Quint, Alex Selivanov, Blake Sloan, Matthias Teemander, David oh, Vavorny, Ray Whitney, Tyler Wright, and Annette Ron Tugnut. Oh my God! <laughs> you could have given us. Uh, uh, we had a team hour. of has-beens and never was. Holy God! Crap. We could have stayed For... up until midnight and not yeah. gotten wow. five more players on that wow. team. For the Wild, Ladislav Benesek, Sylvain Bullion, uh, uh, Brad Bombardier was mentioned. Pablo Dup- or Pascal Dupuis on this team. Okay. Oh, before Aaron... we. Yeah. 
Yeah, before the Penguins. Yeah. Aaron Gavey, uh, Darby Hendrickson, Matt Johnson, Sergey Krimakrasov. Kuba was mentioned. Uh, he is he is uh, he is constipated. Anti Laxinen. Uh, Mike Matucci. Willie Mitchell on this team. Uh, Jeff Nielsen, Pavel Paterna, Stacy Roost, Lubomir Sekarash, Andy Sutton. That means you're not an expert. Wes Walls was mentioned. Jamie McLennan, Noodles. In noodles. Hey. Wait, so we had a Lubomir and you, what was the one of the first names you made? A Ladislav on the same team. Yeah, with a Lubomir and a Ladislav. Mm. I could have literally Googled this name and not gotten any of those names. No. Yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> that was a good one. That was fantastic. Oh, wow. Way to, way to put us in our place and make us humble after all of those thrashers. To make you humble. I put you in the camel clutch like, yeah. and make you humble. Maybe maybe next week we reverse this and go with like a 2003 Red Wings Penguins game or something. Yeah. We'll go, or we'll not 03, I guess. Not 03 Penguins. Uh, but yeah, like no, Red no, Wings. Uh, uh, oh, oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, wait. We'll do the we'll do the Stanley, game seven of the Stanley Cup final in 08. There you go. <laughs> All right, Caps Red Wings Stanley Cup final. Go. <laughs> uh, all right, Lyle. Have a uh, wonderful rest of your time. Enjoy your healing up, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week, guys. Have a gooder. Take care. Lyle hey. Richardson, SpectresHockey.net at SpectresHockey on Twitter. Ah. Oh. I forgot to ask Lyle my question. I wanted to ask Lyle how many veterans at the trade deadline really asked to not go to a Stanley Cup contending team. Fair point. Fair point on that. Uh, Johnny, get us started with shout-outs. <laughs> um, I'm shout-out to Black Bears Hockey coming up this weekend. And then uh, Travel Week next weekend. Should be awesome. Um... I'll give a shout out to uh, houses selling for way more than they're worth. Yep, the market's fucked. And uh, I'll give a shout out to the uh, Super Bowl halftime show. Although everybody that I work with were super happy that the LA uh, Rams won the uh, Super Bowl. Well, yes, of, of course. So. West Coast bias. Yeah, West Coast there. bias. Mm-hmm. Mark? Uh, let's see. Shout out. So I, I might have drank this last year. I don't remember, but I'm drinking the Jesus tonight. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, nobody no, fucks no, with that. No, no. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. <laughs> it's a Lebowski-themed beer from Center of the Universe in Ashland, Virginia. Is that the Center so, of the Universe? Apparently. That's the name of the brewery. Who knows? Good times there. Um, uh, so Brittany had ankle surgery Saw on Tuesday, yesterday. I guess that was yesterday. The last two days have felt like two weeks. It's been a very, very long uh, week so far. So the mm-hmm. fact that it's Wednesday, it's very exciting. Because that means, you know. You can normally tell what day of the week it is by when the show records. Yes. Yeah. Normally. Yes. Normally. Nine. Unless you walked a mile in my shoes. And by walking a mile, I mean a mile in my house back and forth chasing a dog and two small children. You know, this ring tells me when I've reached my exercise goals. Yeah. And I don't leave the house. 
yet at like 4 p.m. it's like you've reached your exercise goal. It's like that's because mm, you put it on. That bar seems it. pretty low. You're like Hudson. Hold this and run around the house for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that bar seems pretty low. But uh, I don't hit short. my exercise goal. So. You don't? No, that's why I sleep so well. There you go. Anyway, what did he do? He goes from his bedroom down to his living room and then back up. Yeah. So this is a, a middle finger ring for me. Ooh, it's a middle finger ring it, for me too. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't fit on my it the 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 index is my index is too thick, and then the obviously the ring finger is. Yeah, you gotta watch out for sleeping too because it hurts when you it's too tight and you sleep with it being too tight. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I didn't get the cock ring size. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 I get it. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's it for me. All right, nice. <laughs> Shout out Oric. Cockpit. <laughs> uh, I think that was uh, uh, Kirby's idea. Oh God. <laughs> it was either the fit cock or the cockpit. Nice. Uh, shout out to the goon getting an action figure and then selling it in retail stores. That's so good. So, so great. I'm so glad I found it. I'm so happy. 13 bucks clearance. Thank you, Walmart. Um... That'll go right up next to my Chris Benoit figure. Perfect. So it's still in the box, just in case. You That's know, smart. Chris just in ben- case what? Just in case, like, you, I don't know, people are happy with him again. <laughs> in case he can sell it on eBay. Yeah. In what? Like, okay. Just I don't. I don't envision people at any time forgiving that. But okay. Well, the worst part—the worst part about it—is is that it's it's the Chris Benoit and the line of toys is called Ruthless Aggression. Oh. So I think that uh, not great, Bob. That did not know. good. Not a good look. <laughs> um, but hey, um, it happens. That doesn't that doesn't at all. No, it doesn't no. doesn't at all. Uh, it's selling for sixty bucks on uh, eBay. So I mean. There's apparently some fuckers out there. So that there really is a that. market for there, it. How about that? There's a bit of a market for it. We'll see how this goes. Also, uh, Dexter fans. Right, exactly. Um, shout out to winning auctions. So I got another Sean Cullen jersey coming my way. Nice. That's Woo-hoo. awesome. I liked those jerseys. They were nice. They were the really ones. Yeah, they were really. Yeah. They were really slick. <clears throat> uh, shout out to I guess dog. I guess we're dog sitting this weekend. I don't know. Oh, how's Cooper gonna? We're gonna find Cooper out. All. We're gonna find out what Cooper does. Big old Coop. See what he, how he reacts to a dog that's the size of him. Um, <clears throat> just to Dennis because I got a dentist appointment tomorrow for. Oh, I thought you said Dennis. Yeah. Fuck Dennis. Fucking Dennis. <laughs> yeah, Dennis. What a jerk. Um, Fuck you, Dennis. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I got some. I got some teeth drilling to be done, so it's gonna suck tomorrow. But. Yeah, it is what it is. It's got to get done. I got three. I got three dentist appointments in the next week. So, mm. so we'll see how it goes. Um, that's it. That's all. Done it for Johnny B. Mark. Let's see. I'm Scotty Wallace. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters dot com. Hey, listen. How about you go to our socials? Face Off Hockey Show uh, is on social media. FOHS Radio on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Patreon.com slash FaceOffHockeyShow on Patreon if you want to give us a little money and get a video show out of it. How about that for just a dollar? Um, so we've done it. You guys have a wonderful rest of your week. We'll talk to you again on the flip side. Until then, peace.
Peace.